0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, episode 100. This is a DC Comics podcast from Melfast TV. I am Peter, and joining me on this 100th special occasion is Matt. Yeah, 100!
1: Woo!
0: <laughs> also here, Connor. Yeah, 100 of these things. I know, it's been, it's been two years since we started this, Let's yeah. start a Rebirth. Connor's
1: only still talked about One Doomsday Clock, so... <laughs>
0: two, oh, so I went two. <laughs> yeah. And Connor's the only Connor who's existed in those two years as well, while we're at No, it.
1: no, that's not, that's not even remotely true. <laughs> two to <of> tomorrow, sucker.
0: <laughs> okay, they gave you one alternate future story to, to, to appease hey? you, but not really in that continuity. Yeah, he's, he's, he's vaporware, he doesn't exist, it's fine uh, we talk with about DC Comics on this show and on this week's 100th episode we are going to be talking about Batman 45, Superman 45, Justice League 43 Green Lanterns 45, Nightwing 43 Mr Miracle number 8, Batwoman 14 Super Suns 15, Aquaman 35 and Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman number 3 and if you're thinking, wait a minute something's missing from that list Action Comics 1000 was this week how could we miss that we didn't miss that. We gave that its entire own special episode, which also ran about two hours. That's already up. You can go check that. It's on the channel. It's on the the, the, the podcast feed. You did, go, go check that out. That was a whole yeah. other episode. You're gonna know, you know, put a link in here? Sure, I'll put a link in the description.
1: <laughs> right, right, right there. Oh uh, yeah.
0: yeah, he's giving you you're giving you work. He's yeah, corner boxing you. Uh, you can't really do that in YouTube anymore though. In that, to be fair. Really? I can make it come up in my corner up here. Uh, but the old annotation system's gone because they replaced it with the end screen. But it looks much slicker though; it's much better.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. I just yeah. it was annoying though. I have to shut those off sometimes because people would try to get cute and put yeah. them in the middle. Yeah, yeah. That's what I just tried to do.
0: But it, it was nice for some things. Like I, I like the idea of like drawing a box around one of us, that, and if you clicked on her face, it take you to her Twitter or something like that. That was a kind okay. nice idea. But still, it was quite messy, and that's much more it. streamlined now. Much more streamlined. <laughs> Um, and if you're an audio listener, you don't care about any of this because it doesn't affect no, you. What kids. you care about is the fact that this was a huge week. It was a pretty big week. And that, you know, even after Action Comics is a huge week. But on top of talking about the books this week, uh, because it's the 100th episode, we're going to do something special at the end as well. We have all compiled our top 10 uh, lists. Our, and what we're going to do is we're going to do our top 10 uh, DC stories each. Um, so that. Did <laughs> was... he
1: just changed it on us, Connor? He's like, actually, we're doing the top villains. <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually so, we're, don't, we're don't doing don't be pulling this shit it was bad enough when he did it during the <laughs> action <laughs> comics
1: yeah because uh yeah this this list was difficult so at yeah. least for me yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah my my list if you ask me again in a
0: week might be completely different yep.
1: oh sure i oh, might yeah. twice this morning
0: I, I i i i concur with these thoughts i i also sort of ruled out certain things just based on like oh i've not had enough time to really process that and let it sort of you know, be part of my comic oh, comics history. Yeah,
1: no, nothing on mine is, is post-2011. I don't think.
0: I think so, I, have, I have one thing that's uh, I think I've felt sneaking in. But I I otherwise typically avoided it because I thought, no, no, I'll, I'll pick things that I've had for a long time and I know that I love <laughs> and so on and so forth. So, um, but, there, but there'll, there'll definitely be honourable mentions that I think we'll all throw in because we'll feel bad about leaving certain things out. <laughs> um, but hey. Well, there
1: might be one thing. There might be one thing. <laughs> was
0: 2011. Uh, I think I know what it is. I, think I can guess. I think I do too. Yeah, I think I can guess quite easily. Uh, so that's coming at the end of the show after all the usual business. But before we even get to the usual business of books, we have news because we actually had the solicits for July this week. So you know, it's keeping us busy. So I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll skip the small talk. The oh, how were you this week, Matt? I don't care how you were this week, Matt. You were reading comics. I know you were reading comics because I was also reading comics because there was a lot of comics to read.
1: Yeah, I actually stored mine up till Friday. That's why I didn't get done till this morning.
0: So, I <laughs> uh, I did okay spreading them out. Actually, I did okay. Uh, that said, but I had to re-skim a few books before we started because the books that I read on Wednesday before we did the Action Comics episode feel like an eternity ago. It feels like oh no, oh, that was months ago. Now I can barely remember what yeah. was in those books. I
1: I did revisit my my top two stories though from Action Comics 1000. So oh yeah, yeah. You wanna know what that is? Go go watch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we did our top five stories from Action Comics at the end of uh, at the end of the episode. So it's a full full whole episode that it was. It's funny because I I I kind of thinking, you know, oh, maybe it'll be about an hour or so long. Or and it ended up we got to like an hour point, and it was like, okay, we've talked about all the stories after an hour, so we'll maybe have another twenty minutes of talking about <laughs> Superman and whatnot. It was almost two hours long. It was like an hour 50-something, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, got a full bonus episode. Uh, so, news, though. We had news from the solicits, we had some other news, some rumours that are kind of juicy, uh, but they are very much rumours and be t- to be taken with grains of salt. But we'll start with the solicit uh, information first. Now, obviously, I-, I looked through, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, credit to Newsaram is what did we learn from the solicits for sort of compelling that more condensed version to read at the end of the week because I don't have to scour through the actual solicits again. Um which I did at the start of the week but and looking for this again for the new for the show it's you know, just easier Yeah just to trying to find the, the key points. A compilation of all the stuff. Uh so but as always there might be more little little tidbits that you may have noticed so let us know about them if we do miss any. Um but what we have here, so first up, um so in July a bunch of the double shipping books are hitting issue fifty. And much like the issue 25s of those books, they're going to be uh, extra-sized, extra-dollar each, and be bigger. Uh, Even more than that, Batman 50, which is the wedding issue, is going to be even bigger than the rest of them and cost $5. That's a big, big wedding issue extravaganza. They're they're blowing it all out. As it should be.
1: Yeah. That's coming from a known uh, non-Batman man. So.
0: Yeah, the only negative point to this, uh, eagle eye people may have noticed is that issue 51 seems to be $4 when it goes back down. So it seems like Batman switching to three ninety nine dollars uh, on a permanent basis. Given it's it's highest, their highest-selling book, I get the temptation. Um, and as as much as, obviously, we like cheaper books, I'm always going to like cheaper books. Uh, I, I find it hard to be super upset about it because it was always going to happen eventually, and we got two years of all the books mostly being two ninety nine. So 99 Yeah, yeah. I, I mean
2: we're assuming it's staying double shipping right
0: yeah yeah i think so yeah. but uh, that's the thing justice lee's double shipping at four dollars so there's precedent it for it it so. is yeah
2: yeah but as long as it's the,
1: those two are not every double ship or anything I'll be yeah
0: fine. i feel it's going to be a mix of some things switching to single at four dollars and some things going to double uh, but it's going up to four dollars but it'll be i think the 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 balance between them might even out a little bit just yeah. based on what you're already buying uh, obviously if you start wanting to add a lot of more new books which we might be given all the stuff that we're getting rumors for uh that's when we start making decisions but at least for now that seems to be the case uh so yeah so five dollar batman 50 big big issue Is something like 48 pages uh all the other 50s are all a bit longer at four dollars um and that also extends to uh issue 25s of the single shipping books uh, the one notable one is batgirl which is hitting issue 25 in July, so that's also a bigger issue at $4. It has multiple stories in it. Uh, the notable thing here, though, is that Hope Larson is done with the book. She actually confirmed on Twitter that uh, issue oh. 23, I think it is, is her last uh, last thing. She's focused on some original graphic novels and some uh, novels she's writing, so she's leaving comics for a little bit. So it's a shame, because we like her run a lot. Yeah. But she seems yeah. to be going out on her terms. It's, it's not like a, hey, your book's ending, go away kind of thing. Uh uh, Marekhead Scott uh, seems to be the new writer. She's at least done an arc, starting with one of the stories in issue 25, and she's going to be around for the next, I imagine, four or five issues, at the very least, if not. Uh, being, yeah, I, uh,
2: I think she said it is just an arc, right?
0: She said she's done an arc, but uh, that could maybe, let you know, become more. It uh, could, yeah. Yeah, so who's to say? Uh, she's done a couple of fill-ins. She's done the fill-in in Green Arrow in July as well, because we're not getting the, the regular run with the Bensons until August, so... Yeah. Uh, so, no, no idea what to expect. I have heard good things. I think she did some Transformers stuff at IDW, and I've heard that people like that, who have read it. So, mm-hmm. but nothing to base my own opinion on, as of yet. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. But hopefully good. Obviously, check we'll checking it out. We'll check out issue 25 and see how it goes. Uh, the other stories, uh, one's by uh, Margaret Bennett, and one's by Paul Denny. So, uh, things to look forward to. And issue 25, a Batgirl in July. Uh, next up, here's something that Connor's going to complain about. Uh, so, Terrifics number 6 has a different artist... So we didn't even get three in a row with Shiner. Issue six is going to be uh, Joe Bennett. Although the interesting part of this is that he's actually currently also drawing Immortal Hulk uh, at Marvel. But uh, so,
1: how many Hulk books are
0: there? Just the one. They, they just keep changing the name, but it's it's just oh, one book geez. pretty much all the time. That plus the 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 weird Hulk thing, Wolverine Hulk. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Yeah, we're not talking about Weapon H. We're not <laughs> we're not yeah, talking yeah. about it. <laughs>
3: No. You
1: know, I last week I jumped into a, a why on that, and I went digging for answers, and I didn't like the answers I got. It's the most 90s thing I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> is it just because?
1: Well, yeah, it was, uh, and his origin's super bland, and what do you think it would be, and it's just,
0: someone all said, that's missing
1: from that design is pouches.
0: Someone in the exec room went, hey, what if, Wolver- what if Hulk had Wolverine claws, and that's the, mm-hmm. That's how the, the the event was born? <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it wasn't like at least both Wolverine and and Hulk have that tragic origin, right? Mm. Where they where they can't, you know, they can't help but being the monsters they are. This dude's just a special forces guy that opted into the program.
0: Is he the villain? It makes more sense to me if he's the villain that that all of us have to take down. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if he is.
1: No, I don't think he is because the, the whole oh. thing is about him. Yeah. Oh well, I I don't know. It's just you have a mortal Hulk, you had a totally awesome Hulk, and you had. Like how many name changes?
0: A uh, lot. Just call yeah. it Incredible Hulk. I'll just go go to the original name that everyone likes. Ah, uh, you'll be getting that next year. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Immortals, the stills will start to lag. I'll oh, no, we'll call Incredible Hulk again. That'll get the people back. Yeah, uh, exactly. But anyway, go on, Connor. Complain a bit on your artist on Terrifics. Go <laughs> you want to. I,
2: I mean, this is even <laughs> more disappointing that I'm not even getting the amount of Shane that I expected. That was the highlight of this book for me. That was promised. I would say it was a highlight, I just like the, the concept. No, of the writing, I, would, but... I would
1: promise Fantastic Four done properly.
2: Yeah. I sure, what but, I would promise. But, you know, when they said, oh, and it, it's going to be Shane doing it, because that was yeah. uh, at the announcement, I was like, okay,
0: don't, yeah. Don't get me I wrong, wrong. Lemur is enough for me. I, I'm, I'm still excited for it. Uh, it's weird that Shana's not even doing the three issues that he was supposed to do. Um, it seems to be because they, they, they keep saying, oh, he's great for these other things, and they're putting them on other stuff, because he, he's, you know, he, he's put
2: thing and let him sit there.
0: He, he keeps uh-huh. posting stuff on Twitter of like stuff he's working on. Like, oh, that's not terrific. That's not Terrific's.
2: But most of the stuff <laughs> he does is the the covers,
0: though. Yeah, he does a lot of covers. Yeah.
2: So, he did uh, a Man yeah.
0: of Steel issue, but of course that that's kind of I imagine that's why he didn't start in terrifics till issue four is because he probably was getting that Man of Steel issue done first. But probably. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. But uh, hey. Uh, next up. Um, also from Solicits, we're still on that uh, Steve Orlando is starting an arc on Wonder Woman starting with issue 51 but it does specifically say he, and he also says as well himself on Twitter, he is a guest writer he's doing one arc and then he also confirmed on Twitter that the next full on regular team for Wonder Woman are starting after him, they're just prepping the run uh, whilst he's sort of filling in an arc so that's somewhat good news we got the regular team coming
2: yeah, yeah it's good news that there's
0: Light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Light he at the end he of the is tunnel. not that light. He is not that light, no. I mean, I'll try what he does. I'll see I'll see what the first issue is like. But here's the thing this is what I was saying to Cora during the week. Because we know that we were getting the new run coming soon and it's in the, the foreseeable future, I'm less inclined to actually just drop the book right now because I don't want to just miss a handful of issues. That'll annoy me. The OCD in me does not want to just miss an arc. So, uh,
1: yeah, you, you say that and then, you know, I used to say that and then Bob Dell was writing Superman. <laughs> and I have never gone back I have a big gap for my Superman
0: I, I, uh, I know Matt, I know but uh, like so. it, hey, at least we know there's a new team coming hopefully it's a new team that we like and hopefully this art from uh, Orlando's no more than say six issues hopefully it's less than what that what
1: they're not telling us is the books didn't change its name to Wonder Woman and Jason
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I did note there was no mention of Jason in Orlando yeah, listen, yeah that, so. that was something that I noticed as well there's no mention of Jason I so. hope
1: it's all been revealed to be a fever dream so
0: so my hope is the gas leak story is that what you're saying my my hope is that uh it's going to like robinson's run ends with his death like it's all contained to robinson's run and he's going to kill him on his last issue issue 50
2: which means i can just quite happily just not read anything now Like, alright, right it's nearly over I i don't need to worry that i'm
0: missing like huge things that are going to go on forever that's the hope that's the hope I mean, it's a quieter week next week when the women's out, so I'm sure me and Matt will check it out and see if we're, we can endure Maybe. the pain for a little bit more. Uh, you're going to, Matt. You know you are. Don't don't, don't, don't deny it.
1: Maybe.
0: No. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. I, I, actually, I heard a rumour, Matt. Zod's in the next issue. Uh, anyway. Yeah, So, so, was, yeah. so <laughs> next up. Next up. From uh solicits... We have a new team on Green Lanterns, which is surprising to me. I really thought Celia was setting up for a longer run than this. I mean, it's not been super mm-hmm. short. It's not been as short as Humphreys on uh, Nightwing, by any means. It's been a few arcs at the very least. But
2: It'll be about, what, 15, 20 issues? Sometimes. Yeah, which is which,
0: yeah, which is not mm-hmm. super short. But um, but we have Dan Juergens. Uh, we know what he's doing next. He's actually going to be on Green Lanterns. He's taking over uh, Mike Perkins on the art, uh, starting in July. Uh, seems to still be sticking with double shipping, but now we have Jurgens. Uh, the cover for the f- uh, the first issue actually went up. Hal's on the cover with the the two that are currently in the book with Jessica and Simon. Yeah. So I don't know if that means that he's going to be there permanently or if he's just done that issue setting up the next story. Maybe hard to say. Yeah. No, As uh, a
2: fan of Jurgens, I am not upset with this. I I think uh, if I'm recalling the solicitor, I don't have them in front of me. Mm. It's kind of like a a murder mystery where. So someone's died, and the Jessica's and Simon's rings are both essentially framing the other one. Oh, interesting! And it's mm-hmm. trying
0: to figure out, okay, what happened. That's an interesting story. Uh, who knows if this is the start of a, a big run for Jurgens? If he's like in, in Green Lanterns, or if this is just an arc or two uh, before they do something else with him? Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But is right, it's, it's so cool. I'm, I'm enjoying seeley's run
2: well enough. Don't get me wrong, but this this is pretty exciting.
0: I like Sealy, I like Jurgens, uh, so there's not a whole lot to be upset with. Uh, I am curious as to what Sealy's going to be doing uh, uh-huh. yeah. post-summer. still on Hellblazer. Uh, but that sounds like it's ending. In fact, one of the things I've got here is that the issue 24 solicit for July, it has the thing where it sounds mm-hmm. like it might be the last issue, much like New Superman did last month and for the June solicits, and now New Superman is nowhere to be found in the July solicits. So, Hellblazer might be done uh, yeah. after July.
2: It may well, uh, which is... Disappointing in that sense, you know. That's that's been pretty good, for, uh, from what I've been reading, and also just you know the, the sense that DC typically have been doing the final issue tags when it's a last issue. Yeah, I'm I really of, wish did, disappointed just, that.
0: Yeah, I wish they made me just make it clear. Just let us know. say it's the final issue. Go. go they the used bang. to be
2: really good at that.
0: Yeah, uh, I I don't know why they've stopped it. I don't know if there's a reason for it. Maybe someone can has some speculation as to why and what benefits them by not just telling us it's the final issue. Uh, yeah. it's because they've not decided yet they're hoping that maybe in the next month they'll change their mind <laughs> well, that might be it. maybe they're know. waiting for the next issue sales to come in and go in
2: alright well we'll see how this one does and then okay, you can have another arc depending
0: on this sort of thing because that's actually what happened in Superman it was meant to end with issue 18 and they got another basically six issues out of it seemingly So. which yeah, is not bad at all for what that book is. That's pretty Ah, good. Yeah, it's great. So I'll be sad to see Superman go... Uh, Obviously, I'm not reading Hellblazer, so I'm not as upset about that. But uh, hey. Uh, Also oddly missing from the solicits is Raven, Daughter of Darkness number 7. That is a (laughs) uh, 12-issue maxi-series, and issue 6 is coming out in June. 7 is just missing. So, I mean, some might speculate that might be gone. Given that it's meant to be 12 issues, though... I'm I'm,
2: more inclined to think it's just taking a month off in the middle. Yeah, I'm inclined to think that as
0: well, as opposed to just being cut... Um, yeah,
2: you know what Mister Miracle did—it took, it took the, you know, the little yeah. break
0: in the middle. But it's not as high profile that it's getting a lot of news about it being missing. Yeah. Is, you know, I've, right. I've seen barely anyone mention yeah. it.
1: Even Wolfman was like, "I can't continue."
3: That's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a bit harsh, man. <laughs> well,
1: I—that's how I felt about the first Raven Mini.
0: Yeah, yeah. So but Maybe this one's better. Who knows? It could be. Yeah, it could yeah. be better. Yeah, oh, no, why, about, well, there was stuff well, I liked about. It. There was stuff I liked about that Raven Mini. It just the more it went on, the more like, the storytelling <laughs> just started to buckle under itself. Yeah. yeah, but hey. Uh, so uh, next up, so here's here's a little story thing for Batman coming up. Apparently, at the end of the solicit for Batman Fifty One, there's a, 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 a one sentence that says, "What is Dick Racing doing running around the city dressed as Batman?" And then also in the Batgirl Twenty Five solicit, uh, there's a line that says. Uh, Dick is subbing as Batman when Bruce Wayne is out of action. So we're He's up s- on
2: his
0: honeymoon, obviously. <laughs> so we're getting some Dick as Batman. Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, when we talk about Batman this week, there's technically some Dick as Batman this week as well, but that's very different uh, yeah. from what very this different. sounds like. So, so no. Uh, so I thought that was worth mentioning. I don't think it's worth mentioning the Justice League number three solicit. It mentions we're getting John Stewart with an ultraviolet lantern. So, that's yeah, a thing. I'm, I'm intrigued.
2: It's the first time we've got a major expansion of the core uh, in a while.
0: It's worth mentioning it doesn't it doesn't sound like there's gonna be a core, it's just something that he yeah. gets. It's, it, probably something to do with the source ball source ball breaking and something that comes from there that manipulates yeah. the rings or something. Who knows? I mean
1: but if you're talking about spectrums of light, ultraviolet is one. I just don't want this to also be an infrared lantern. You know what I mean? Like Okay,
2: just, no, I see where you're going. Like okay, does you know this I mean? spiral from here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: that said, with how crazy Snyder likes to get, it wouldn't surprise me if we're going down some sort of rabbit hole of...
2: I'm okay with it, though. I mean, sure, there's a lot of colours already, but... Yeah. Well, why not?
0: It being Justice it. League is a little bit more interesting just because it's not just going to be dealing with that. It'll be the entire team dealing with right. wh- what happens with this. So that's a bit more interesting, at least, I think. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so that's the stuff to from solicits. If there was other little things that you think are worth mentioning, uh, do let us know, uh, but that's what was sticking out to me. Um... Next up, let's talk about some rumours then. Uh, Bleeding Cool, the infamous Bleeding Cool. Uh, oh, we shouldn't say their names. No, we really shouldn't, but I, I think it's uh, worth mentioning, that they they are not the greatest journalists in the world. In fact, the one, the first thing I'll mention about all these articles they put up in the last couple of days with these rumours is that they spend most of the articles patting themselves on the back for getting things right in the past, rather than just telling us what the, what the news is. Um, I wonder what they are. All over uh, Reddit,
1: it was, it was the same thing, to where oh you know they're always right no no they're not always right they've been right this is the
2: thing i wonder what their their batting average is like yeah they're pointing out these are all the things we were right on but (laughs) how many things have you been wrong on
0: Uh, this is the funny thing i feel like it's probably not that terrible it's probably like 50 50 but they're so smug about when they're right it's hard to it is yeah and i
2: think also the problem is it's just the actual journalism of it is atrocious even when they're right
0: is, they don't feel professional it feels like you know some dudes with a blog <laughs> but anyway yeah. uh, so scuttlebutt coming out of a uh, uh, retailer things and conferences and whatnot buying closed doors diamond stuff um is stuff that may be happening with dc now for some reason they're, they're determined to say this is kind of a relaunch and they're calling it dc fresh start so much so that they made an image for it i don't think it's that at all i think this is some no. new books with new creative teams that's it. I'll tell you the the first reason why it's not
2: Fresh Start is one, yeah. You know, Fresh Start is kind of a line wide initiative. Two, they're not even talking about cancelling books. They're just adding things. Yeah. They're just oh here here's another wave of titles. Essentially, it's wave three of rebirth. I and guess.
0: also yeah, we're, and also they're not doing a line wide relaunch of sorts two months after Justice League and Odyssey and Dark all start. Yeah. That's that would be stupid. It's just some new books. Who are they? All Marvel. <laughs> no, they would <laughs>
1: not.
2: Like, honestly. We we might get one, uh, like another relaunch-ish in the future. After Doomsday Probably. Clock. Maybe, maybe after Doomsday Clock. Yeah. I can see them making a big, okay, here's a new
0: big marketing push. I'm okay with that. That makes oh, that's sense. That's fine, yeah, i am okay with that. That's, uh, that's
1: the comics industry, and I'm okay with that. What, what uh,
0: bugs me about this is them trying to make it something it's not, just to, to, right. to, to get more buzz, just so people can call it something. It's weird. But anyway, so these are a lot of big names that are getting thrown around here, right? So Grain of Salt, but here's what the reporting is apparently happening. Uh, Grant Morrison... With Liam Sharp on Green Lantern. Um, and given that Hallin Powell's is, you know, like Venditti's leaving after issue 50, it wouldn't be that ridiculous to think that's getting replaced with another Green Lantern book, and this could be it. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I don't know if they'll replace it with a new number one. They might just rename it Green Lantern, but keep it at 51. I think
0: they'll be
1: numbered.
0: I think it will be number for really? Morrison. I, the same yeah. reason why the renumber for Bendis and the renumber for Snyder taking over Justice League, I think you renumber for yeah, Morrison. No,
2: they very well could.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: and here's the thing: I know that Morrison was supposed to be working on the Green Lantern Earth One before it went to the the creator that it did.
2: Right. That was a had,
1: yeah. Yeah, he had he had a pitch for it. Uh, and maybe he's like that
0: bringing, pitch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and maybe he's going to bring some of that
0: and um, adapt it towards it. So
2: potentially in in August we'll have Jurgens and Morrison doing the Green and you
0: Potentially, yeah. That's assuming it's... So, I mean, the reason why we're assuming it's Hall and Pals that it'd be replacing is because that's the one that the run's just about to end right before this. So it just it, makes it, sense. It, issue 50 is the the first issue in August, so it kind of lines up. It does. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it being double shipping, though, with Morrison. I feel like it'll probably go single. No. Yeah.
2: Uh, in the past, I'd say it could have been, but he's doing his. Uh, I think he's still doing the editor in chief stuff of Heavy Metal.
0: Yeah, so, so he's a busy he's, dude. He's a busy. Um, yeah, so I, I think it'll change its title. It may be Green Lantern core, It may just be Green Lantern. Although I think it'd be weird having Green Lantern and Green Lanterns. I feel like if it's going to be called Green Lantern, it'd have to change the I, name of I Green Lanterns. I think be Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, this one yeah. which which would be fine. Um, absolutely. Or fine. Tales of
1: the Green Lantern Core.
2: Yeah, what, whatever Obviously, variation is. Honestly, doing Green Lantern core is far more. Because Green Lantern usually yeah. implies, okay, it's an Earth Lantern that we're following, whereas core yeah. is a bit more varied, and that's where. Morrison's yeah,
1: oh, and that's effect. why I liked when Tomasi was writing. In, in between hmm. Dave Gibbons leaving and Sinestro Core War, it was like Tomasi had a rotating like cast, yeah. and I really liked
2: that because it really
1: made it feel like.
2: It's really nice seeing the other parts yeah. of the core Unit. instead of just yeah. the actual handful.
1: And, like, you got um, the, the the one from Thanagar, the guy from Ran. I remember Isomot. It was yeah. Vath, Saren. You know, they're not supposed to be friends. You know, they're, they're warring planets, but they're sector partners.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, honestly, it's the, stuff like that. the best part of Howl and the Green Lantern Corps has been when, okay, here's all the rest of the core. We'll focus on all that stuff. And we get, you know, all the unusual pairings. Yeah. So, yeah. down for more of that.
0: So, no. Um, obviously, should this be true? We'll have to, again, say a grain of salt. Uh, there's no. Obviously, it's exciting. Sharp's a great uh, artist. Very different for Green Lantern as well, which is nice to shake things up a little bit in terms of the look. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Morrison does his big, bombastic stories.
1: He does. Uh, the, the little bit of the lanterns we got in Final Crisis that shows that he has a love for those, you know, for that region. Mm.
2: So yeah. I, I I really would love to see Morrison take it on and do a big space opera with him. Yeah. No, well, but...
1: yeah. I want him to leave his own mark. You know, kind of, Venditti has? You know, and it's not the best mark, but it's you know, no, it's the era. Has
2: been mixed,
0: but Cause, it's but yeah, undeniably but, his. Because here's the thing: yeah. if you get like Morrison on that Green Lantern book alongside the stuff, because obviously, like to Jessica and Simon and another other book, right. but if you get Morrison on like sort of spearheading the Green Lantern line, you've got mm-hmm. um. Just kind of like how Wonder Woman was was with Rucka, like the idea you have yeah, like one yeah. big name with each family of books that's kind of the yeah. star who's yeah. kind of I leading
2: it. It would be interesting as well because obviously you know we talk about a lot how we we like it when they do the Space Cop thing, mm. but yeah. if if Jurgens is doing the you know, the the murder mystery sort of thing with that, that's kind yeah. of that angle already. So that believes Morrison. Well, to that's fine. As long as there's Morrison.
1: one that's doing the as long as there's one that's doing the Space Cop and one that's doing the Space Opera, I'm okay with it. You know. Mm. But when they're both doing Space Copper, they're both doing
0: Space it's opera. A bit redundant, doesn't it
1: Yeah, and so they're taking up the same air. And I, I just feel like... And,
0: and that's Morrison, why he, in New 52 when there was four of the bloody books, it was too much. Yeah. it couldn't sustain it. It
1: was. Mm. No. And that's why it went down, down to two. You know? Yeah. Like, you can handle two. But with Morrison, he can do either. So I'm curious to see what side he would pick.
0: So... Mm. Uh, but they'll, they'll say it would be exciting. Uh, the next thing uh, is Brian Azzarello doing Suicide Squad, and given that that book's kind of just been—it's a solid seller for DC. Uh, you know, there's a reason why it was double yeah. shipping until just about now. It's, it's also just switched. But Azzarello doing Suicide Squad, and apparently the fact that he did a uh, Joker is part of the the inspiration for why yeah. he's been sort of picked as this because um, if you've if, you, if you've read his Joker graphic novel, I mean, obviously Joker's a factor in it, but the main character is like this lackey who works yeah, for it's him. Just one of the henchmen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the idea of him having like a team of like these you know henchmen type characters, obviously they'll be more notable than he was because they'll actually be names. You know, it'll be Deadshot and it'll be whoever, but but they're still ultimately kind of B list yeah, henchmen exactly who, uh, at their heart. That's why they're on the Suicide he, Squad.
1: He also is is great for that gritty crime stuff. Yeah. You know, hundred bullets. And...
0: So this could be the shot in the arm that makes Suicide Squad like a a book to be read. with.
1: Azzarello's name alone would make me pick up the first issue. Now, if I would continue, that all depends if it hooks me, but I would check it out. Just I, I just.
2: don't think I've ever read anything bad from Azzarello. I mean, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, maybe he well, has bad stuff out there, but I've I never could, read it.
1: Yeah, I couldn't get into 100 Bullets because it was too gritty. It wasn't my thing, but it I, was by
2: no yeah. means bad.
0: I, I liked what I read 100 Bullets. Um, it's the sort of thing where I read the first trade, Enough time passed by that I'd have to reread it to read the rest of it. So I'm just kind of wait yeah. until one day I'm in the mood to binge the whole thing at some point. Because yeah. there's yeah, too many, yeah, yeah. you know, intricacies and characters. Like it's just you forget all of it once you've been away for a while. Yeah,
1: but no, that's definitely a name that and you, you partner him with any number of artists, and you know, it could, yeah. it could be something he, special
0: He
2: attracts
0: amazing artists as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, and also I think he he. This is the sort of thing where Suicide Squad typically I have a trouble uh, finding appeal in it. Uh, because, but him doing his darker, grittier version of it, that actually feels like a, uh, I don't know, <laughs> DC's version of a, I don't want to say The Wire, but like just something where it's like all these like no, murky well, characters, yeah. like
1: I, you could totally up in the whole Amanda Waller thing and do mm, a new take on Suicide Squad, you
0: know, um, level And here's here's why I'm saying grain of Salt and all this, because a lot of this feels like a dream. Like casting. Yeah. Like, it, does,
2: it feels too perfect, doesn't it? It does,
0: yeah. Here's the perfect person for that. Yeah, you all want it. Now, admittedly, the next two are a little bit more kind of random, hence maybe given more to like the idea that, that these are actually something that is... Because like, Would anyone necessarily just think Aquaman, Kelly Sue conic Would people actually...
2: Absolutely it, not. Jump to that. No, we've only just been talking but, about her
0: doing some DC work lately, so... But that's right. the thing. Foot in the door. So she's working yeah, on a DC exactly. project, so it's, it's not... It's, it's plausible now.
1: But what we know about where Aquaman's heading with Mira taking the throne, if if that's going to be the main focus, mm. uh, split with Arthur doing you know Justice League shenanigans, I think she can make it work. Yeah, I, I think I, it's
2: I, worth noting Abnett's stuff with Wrath will be coming to a head around yeah. July. It, it will be
0: yeah yeah. There's right, right around then. And I think, yeah, I mean, not that I necessarily subscribe to the idea that you have to have like a male rate a male a female rate a female, but if, if, there oh. is, if there is like a temptation there, like she would love to do a Mira, like uh, ongoing essentially. Well,
1: I just, I just feel like she's drawn to these powerful. Like she, she reinvigorated Captain Marvel. Yeah, you
0: know. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I feel like she's drawn to these characters that kind of broken. Not that Mira completely broken. But she's like, well, no one expects me to do these cool things with them. I think it's less
0: that, because Mira's not broken. Mira's just never been a star. She's always just been kind of, you know, she's the Mm -hmm. one with Aquaman. I feel like this would maybe be a chance to actually elevate her into at least, you know, a B-lister from whatever she is now. You know, a C-lister right now.
2: I did just check as well, the uh, July, that is the conclusion to the Wrath saga. Interesting
0: so
2: again it lines up in the same way that you know that, that we're talking about the green lantern it, 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 okay it, sure it lines up there yeah mm-hmm. um I don't, I don't know if suicide squad has a end of an arc in that month
0: that's because we've not been paying attention to it yeah <laughs> so who knows <laughs> but it's, it's it's just switching to single shipping around now so uh i don't know if that mean, means it's, yeah. it's gearing up to end its current run or whatever um, but it's an interesting thing, and I'd be definitely curious to see. It. What I like about that one is that it's a completely random name who has got credit behind her. She's a good writer from, from you know various projects. She's got a good reputation, uh, but I would never have put her with Aquaman. And I think obviously it being this dual book where Mira's the queen of Atlantis, and then Arthur's maybe more like, like I don't know, her enforcer, or her like you know soldier, yeah. and and the, the trades and whatever. Well, he, yeah,
1: because he's part of the Justice League, is he not part of Snyder's League? I can't remember. Yes,
3: yeah,
1: yes, yeah, so, and yeah. So if if he can't be king because of you know whatever, he doesn't like it as we as we found out in.
0: I still think he'll be in his own Just... book though. I don't think he's he's going to be missing. No, it. but that's
1: what I'm saying. That frees him up from not having to be king, and he can go on these Justice League adventures too. Oh.
0: You know, like yeah, it's then, never stopped him before. Continuity. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's in just, like, just now. Yeah, he's still in always, the main book all the time. But
1: that's what Abnett <laughs> uses the jumping off point for him, you know, getting thrown out from being king. That's what allowed Wrath to. Oh, sure, yeah. Bring, uh, you I know, so I'm looking at in storyline continuity.
0: Oh, sure. Like, uh, uh, you can have festivals. It made, it's made it sound to me like, oh, that, what you were saying there was Ackerman's going to leave and just, being, just this, like, no, and no, be in the Justice League not in his no, main no. book.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, but he can come and go and he doesn't yeah. have to be the focus all the time of the Aquaman book, you know, and like I, you said, I, actually, I think like, what, I like that idea of him being the enforcer, kind
3: of.
0: Yeah, and I think what will maybe be the, the, the emotional exploration of it, is the idea of Mira being in power, how does Arthur deal with that, does it cause a strain in the relationship, because of this different power dynamic between them, and so on, you know, not that I necessarily see Aquaman is being all machismo, and be like, oh, women's my boss, uh, uh, you, know, I, uh, you know, I was well, like like a, I was it being that simple, but, like, does well, it, to
1: her not listening to him, on yeah. something, he really knows, and he's like, well, I was king once.
0: Yeah. Aye, um, and you got thrown out because you were shit at d- it. So. Deboze is exactly. the word you're looking for. <laughs> you're a shit king. Long live With the queen.
1: Some, by some hoodlum. <laughs> I love a throne
0: on Aquaman. More not, on that later. More on that later. Yeah. We, got, we had an actual Aquaman this week, of course. And then the, the fourth one that was, came up was David Walker, who was the writer of uh, Cyborg back at the start of Rebirth. Um, mm mm-hmm. Which was well, was was solid enough written. I think honestly, I just don't, I think we dropped that because I think there's not almost nothing you can do to make Cyborg interesting. <laughs> I think it was overly dense. Yeah. When, when, I, when we, I I recall yeah. thinking that. But but even, even Johns couldn't do it to Cyborg. He couldn't make Cyborg exciting yeah, enough. No, to. But
1: to to be fair with Johns, and I'm gonna stick up for my with my guy here. Uh, those issues of his Justice League that were focused on Cyborg, I really enjoyed. So,
2: sure, you know, an issue here, an issue
0: there, but not an ongoing event. Well,
1: no, it, it was It was him being rebooted after Grid took him off,
0: you know. So, oh, yeah, okay, I remember it. Yeah, then wrote my world, yeah, but, it was fine.
1: Well, I, I was like, wow, I actually care about Cyborg now,
0: so um, know. but. Uh, so I'm just saying that, just to preface where, where we might know him from, but hey, so the rumour is, is that he's going to be on a new Flash book. Not not replacing the current book, a second Flash right. title. That was the exact word, a second Flash title.
1: It's about freaking time.
0: Well, of course, everyone's dream is instantly going to be, oh, it's Wally West, Wally West has got a solo book. I don't know if that's no. necessarily the case. Um,
2: I, I think Flash it's family. It's plausible, given that, you know, 51, which is the, the last issue yeah. in July, is an epilogue to Flash War.
0: That's true. It could be spent him out. I, honestly, my, my kind of hope and almost, um, I think, flash more likelihood is a flash. Yeah. Wally leading a team of other speedsters away yeah. from Barry. Uh, Avery. Yeah. I, mean, do, I mean, I don't want to get too hopeful for flash War here, but given that they're actually going to bring. Like, he's going to, like, find out about his kids, right? That's something that we've known that he's mm-hmm. going to find out during flash War. Do we dare somehow get them back by the end of flash War? Does he have, you know, Little Irish 2 and whatnot? Like, do we have them back? For him to like lead them i don't know what
1: Maybe. was his son's name it was something weird i can't remember
0: <laughs> it's been a while i
1: don't remember I, but i remember a little iris, because iris was the they both had speed force powers and then through speed force shenanigans only iris ended up with them
0: yeah because she <sighs> became like, she, she, she she became the new impulse uh for her brief yeah. time existing yeah
1: uh that said where is where is bart
0: uh yeah i mm-hmm. think we're gonna get to bart immediately i think bart's something he'll, he'll do when I, mean, I say him, I mean Williamson. I think it's something he'll get to, but he's he's shown that he's taking time to get to the Wally stuff and exploring right. that. So I think yeah. he'll give that the, the time it deserves later on. I think.
2: Like, like I say again, it's it's just plausible enough. The timing it lines up. Like okay, that's that. If if you were gonna spin off. August, when it would happen.
0: Yeah, here, here's, here's the thing. Like, I mean, We, we don't know that Abnet's even going to be leaving Ackerman, uh, so the timing works out for the end of the story arc. But I think with uh, the Flash book, that's just after Flash War. If there's going to be something spin out of that, that's the perfect time. We right. know that Venditti's leaving Green Lantern uh, core, so it needs someone Again. new on it.
2: Right. It's, okay, these things, they just... Sound like they make sense, even though like you know some of them are maybe a bit of a stretch with the you know Morrison Green Greenland. Yeah. Where, you know, it's it's a bit fancasty, but it's plausible.
0: And uh, just one last tease, uh, just to add on to the sort of rumours. Uh, Chris Wildgoose, who of course was the artist on Batgirl for a while, uh, mm-hmm. was teasing on Twitter. This where he was posting images of a character, uh, seemingly a female character, holding a spray paint can, had a hood, had like a sort of scarf over her face, um, and was just sort of teasing. This is images from a DC book that's been not not been announced yet. So.
2: Exciting <laughs> stuff uh, okay. fan of his work
0: yeah yeah I like his stuff in Batgirls so that is cool you met him though Connor right like,
2: yeah, a yeah con he, he, he's a uh, local right around me he goes to a con all the time
3: hmm.
0: Nice. Uh, so i was actually looking at that list for the rumors i was like could it be any of those <laughs> yeah. and nothing directly not, i mean it's definitely not a character we know from any of those you know, those properties but i mean it could be like a minor new character that we don't know yet that's you know mm. that you know that the the new flash family book runs into because she's spray painting over keystone or something i don't know <laughs> yeah,
2: okay.
0: uh, but who knows so chris Wells is on a dc book of some kind but at the very least, we know we're getting announcements at some point. Probably more before the next solicits, so...
2: Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. just nice to know they've kept him in the family, Un- unlike a, another one that we were a big fan of.
0: Faraiya's <sighs> doing <For> <isn't laughs> Old Man Logan, I hate it so much. Keep him DC, don't let him go!
2: I know. Lock him to in a, a an exclusive con- uh, contract. Is, who's, yeah. who's writing Old Man Logan, do you know?
0: Uh, someone. Th- I don't know who's writing that, but Faraiya's doing the art. Please, oh,
1: Connor, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: someone. A human being! <laughs>
2: yeah, it's someone I don't care about, clearly. I, I can find out if you want.
1: Go ahead, real quick, because yeah. I want to know who Freya turned on us for. Yes.
0: Yeah. How, how how many Marvel books can we talk about in our hundredth episode of our DC podcast? Go on. Hey. Uh, Ed, Ed Brisson. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, nope. Not even Soul. Like. I'm not. I'm not familiar with Brisson. Nothing
1: against Brisson. If Brisson ever gets all over this, not, I mean.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, we're we're bitter. That's all. Yeah, but it's
1: hey, like when Sorrentino left to go with Lemire to over there, and then end up working with I got like, I get that, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. How how about we get Sorrentino back? Have some Sorrentino on like Terrifics, g- 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 you know? Huh? I'd read the hell out of that. I mean, that
2: that said, he's doing Gideon Falls anyway, yeah. so. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Let, let you know when I read the hell
2: out of Terrifics anyway. <laughs> it's true, but I, I'd, I'd, uh, you know what? I'd be annoyed. Cause I'm like, right. Well, I'm gonna
0: get three issues of it anyway. <laughs> No, what they need to start doing now to please Connor is when they sign on for a book is to like have like a certain number of issues on a contract. Oh, no, no, they've signed on for thirty issues. They're gonna do thirty issues before they leave. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh,
1: I'm
0: done for that. uh so that's that was the news. That, that was awesome. unless you guys had any other little Twitter, uh, Twitter tidbits yeah. or things. Oh Matt's got some Yeah,
1: so this this, one, this one's this one small and probably only matters to me. But uh they they announced that Spielberg's is in talk. Uh, to do a Blackhawks movie. Oh,
0: right, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of wasn't even thinking of the movie stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, sure. No, that was just, yeah. that, that was my big news. Just uh, the idea of
1: that. I had no idea what it would entail. I don't know if they'd go to Dinosaur Island,
0: but... I'd th- hope so. I, can... I, I would hope they would go with the pulpy yeah. silliness stuff instead of just making it a war movie.
1: Yeah, and that, yeah. that's that's what I want. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Two, two names I never would have thought go together. So...
0: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, because they also had they hired a a director for the Birds of Prey movie, which a lot of sites were calling the Harley Quinn movie based on a Birds of Prey story, which really upset me because it's a disservice to the characters. Uh, Yes, it is. uh, But uh, hey ho,
2: Uh, I saw a couple of things on Twitter. Um, One was uh, Snyder talking about the art for uh, Justice League with a you this double shipping. We we know the two artists. Uh, it's oh, we know Jim two Chung. of the
0: three arcs because we know well, there's a well, one. It's true,
2: but for the for the regular arcs, not counting you know, whatever the the other issues are going to be, mm. uh, issues one and six will be uh, Jim Chung and then two through five will be him and us.
0: Yeah. Um, it's funny because so, he says in the tweet that they're going to try and keep this kind of schedule for consistency. Although I wonder if what he means there, though, is that after the first arc, they'll, they'll, they'll make sure they're scheduled so that they don't miss issues and get delayed. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm st- I'm st- I'm wondering if like this like it'd be kind of weird to have this whole first and last issue of each arc by the one artist like going forward like I can see it working for the first one depending on what they're doing, yeah. But I'm I'm curious if it then means that they'll switch after that to uh you know full arcs or like full arcs I mean like maybe they'll do three and four issue arcs rather than six issue arcs and they'll swap right. between them or whatever I I don't know, um, yeah. They're both uh, good artists, though, so, I mean... Not, I they are, and, you know, it's,
2: uh, I have no problem with either of them individually, but it's it's kind of a, a weird structure to
0: be that, if that is the
2: consistent structure.
0: Maybe maybe there's some sort of, I don't know, plan in mind. Like, maybe, maybe yeah. issue six is, like, the, the first, like, issue of, like, the Legion of Doom stuff, so it is kind of separate. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, but...
2: Another uh, thing is... uh um, Murphy was tweeting. Yeah, you know, I think it was last week. We were talking about how UPA. Oh out his yeah, beliefs.
0: I want to laugh about this actually because yeah. last week he, he put out his big list of rules, his agenda, his promises. It's like a politician putting out his manifesto. Yeah. he's like, yeah. hey, you know, a bunch of things. You know, there'll always be a cool vehicle. they you know, never connect to it, and people will stay dead when they die. But the one we're going to focus on today is when he said, and there'll never be a delay. I'll always make sure things come out on time. And then the next issue in the series that's already happening is delayed.
2: Yes, so will be the fi- <laughs> the final issue will be delayed by a week, and it's it's quite amusing because it's actually a, a scheduling error that got overlooked because he decided to make the the final issue oversized, which you know wasn't the original plan. Right. So at DC they went, okay, here if I have an extra week to get it finished, which doesn't seem that generous really for you know giving no. the amount that there t- 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 is, but um, then turns out he got it finished on time anyway. But for, they forgot to inform, you know, the, the distributors and the printing stuff. Right. So
0: it was like, well, it was too late to push it back forward. <laughs> so, it still makes me laugh, though. It still makes me laugh that immediately yes. the the very next thing out with his name on it was was delayed. Yeah. Even if yeah. it's a stupid reason, it's still funny. <laughs> so uh, that's why you don't make promises that are out with your control all the time. Yeah.
2: No, he, he kind of said that, he's like, well, I guess I spoke too soon, you know, it seems there are still things in
0: the publishing industry that are beyond even my control. <laughs> but hey ho, so that's, that's, the, that's the news of the week, uh, so we'll get into the books, which is a nice big long list actually, so uh, starting uh-huh. off with Batman 45, Tom King writing Tony S. Daniel on the art, this is his first issue of Batman, although uh, oh, in Rebirth Therapy, anyway. of course he actually wrote uh, some Batman back, way back when, before... Uh, before the New Fifty Two, he was writing yeah. Batman for, and a bit. then he was
2: doing Detective Comics, the he, sw- sw- he swapped over to Detectives
0: for the start of the New Fifty Two, and he was doing that for yeah. a while. Yeah, um, but he is a much better artist than he is a writer. Uh, so it was,
2: uh, <sighs> Amen.
0: Delightful. I say this all the time, but his art is. <laughs> fantastic. Delightful to have him back in a, in a artwork capacity and on top of that, this is of course the start of an arc uh, featuring Booster Gold, where he has went back in time and stopped, stopped the the, the Waynes from dying, because this is what he wants to, and the birthday gift because this is the thing, beforehand when they were sort of previewing this and Tom King was talking about it on Twitter I was like, okay. oh, he has a birthday gift for Batman he's going to save his parents, what, and wedding gift. Uh, Oh, wedding gift, sorry, yeah wedding, wedding gift, gift, you're right, yeah just brain fart, right? You got a wedding gift for Batman. He's going like, to, you know, stop his parents from dying. I was like, okay, I guess that's it. But he doesn't. He's not supposed to alter history like that. That's weird. It turns out what the actual gift is is that it he, heard this whole, you know, the, the whole Superman story. Uh, you know, what do you get for the man who has well, everything? The
1: man who has everything. He was the, the, yeah. there was a kid. Yeah. And it made him think about you know, Krypton not exploding, and then. When, when he comes out of it he's much more thankful yeah, for the it's, a, it's, a, it's a Black back.
0: Mercer story it's Superman yeah. sees what would happen if he never became Superman in the, in the way that he did and then when he came back out of it he had an appreciation almost like It's a Wonderful Life he had an appreciation yeah. for all the good things despite the fact that Krypton Exploding was a sad, sad event so, that's Booster Gold... the moral of that story. Yeah. So, Booster, of course, screws it up, which I love. So, Booster has went back in time, he has stopped the Waynes from dying, come back to present day, where we're in this completely alternate you know, Gotham City, and he wants just Bruce Wayne to see all this and then take it away again. Because even when he's explaining, he's like, so I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to, well, I'm not going to quite kill your parents per se, but I'm going to let it happen. just... <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> to to he, a Bruce Wayne who, may I add, who well he says he's had flashes, like he's had dreams of maybe this alternate timeline. To him, yeah. his parents have never died. So just imagine hearing this from this wacky yeah. blue and gold time traveler that he's going to go back in time and take his oh, parents away. I
2: love this. I love this so much. Uh-huh. That's not even this, the best
0: part of the issue. The best part of the issue is uh, Skeets uh, giving Booster for everything. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure this is a younger Booster Gold,
2: right? Yes. Because it has sure, to be, yeah. you know, because obviously we just saw Booster in, in action and he's yeah. he he's matured a bit. Right. And, you know, he was like, OK, let's mm-hmm. take this seriously. This, you know, it, combined with like the fart jokes, it feels like pretty young. And then I think that that
1: is that is still who Booster is. Like, this is way <laughs> reckless. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah. he Yeah. But he's even more juvenile than usual here.
1: Yeah. I, I don't mind. It's.
2: No, 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 I'm, I'm just, I feel like he might be a younger version because obviously we, we saw one of the covers with a booster with a beard.
3: Mhm.
2: So I assume that's like, okay, that's the older version that comes back to fix all this shite.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, very possibly. So, so you've got that, that, that core concept. You've got the, the banner, a uh, highlight of which is when Booster, like a child, starts just repeating everything Skeet says. And one of the things that Skeet <laughs> does say is like, "Oh, Booster goes the Kite man of the Justice League."
1: I, I died. I was.
0: Oh, Tom King's finest uh, yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's was gold, that was gold. E- even, even the start of the issue with uh, Hal Jordan killing himself because something that's happening mm-hmm. because there's like, uh, not just one Joker, there's like Jokers and uh, yeah. it seems to be like a thing that like superheroes can become Jokerized and that's yeah, what's happened to Hal Jordan maybe. Yeah, and he's killed himself yeah. with his Green Lantern ring. Uh, that's how we start this issue, that's, that's the big dark moment that happens. And then on top of that, we get to see what all the four Robins are like in this world. Obviously, Dick Grayson is Batman, who goes around killing superheroes because he it, it has to kill them before they become Jokers, because that's really right. dangerous. So he's doing that. Um, Jason Todd is a is a car salesman who sells a rims a rim salesman well specifically sure but he sells tires that have self defense because of course the joke here is that he was introduced to stealing the uh-huh. tires off the Batmobile but he sells tires he's like hey guys he's got like a Better Call Saul style commercial he's like hey uh-huh. you know do you ever leave your car somewhere in Gotham City and then a Joker comes up and tries to steal your tires well now your your uh, your Todd tire taser will kill them. <laughs> Todd Tyre Taze. That's patented. <laughs> you got then
1: that. He gets Todd Tyre Tazed.
0: Yeah, and um, uh, you got Tim who's working at a company, and that's how we find out about how. Sorry? At yeah, uh, the Wing Corp, is- yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And he like, he tells a story about how he's on the bus and there's a joker, but everyone on the bus like went to pull out their guns to shoot him first. So that's how dark things in Gotham is. Everyone. Uh, yeah,
2: and, and they shot the other person as well because just you know they in and the confusion. But the I think but I labs, think that
0: was cause... an accident. That was the line. But yeah, I think that was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So this is dark. This is President Cobblepot. Who, who sounds that? very familiar in some of the the boasting? Well, I think uh, it was,
0: was it Mayor Cobblepot or President Cobblepot? No, it was President. Cobblepot. Oh, it was president, okay. president. Yeah, yeah. And and then you've got uh, Ghoul ruling uh, Eurasia.
1: Eurasia, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Um, and because one of the things the as well, because you, cause you're getting all these like, one pages of the robbers, You even get one for Duke. Duke's just kind of brain dead. He's been Jokerized. Yeah. Yep. And. I was thinking, oh, how are we going to get Damien? Because obviously he's not met Talia. So we actually get Talia with Raz and it's the whole scene is just about Talia saying, no, there's, there's no heir because there's no man who's worthy yeah. of me because, you know, Bruce never became Batman, he was never a detective. He never so, yeah. and, uh, so, no. Full of wacky big ideas and concepts, this issue. Oh.
1: And just the, yeah, the banter between Booster and Skeets is at peak. Like, oh, it's the highlight for me. Like As, as good it's as everything so else is, good. that is the, yeah. the, the uh,
0: thing I love the and, most. And, this,
1: and I, I mentioned this in, in, in the comic thread. It's a little bit self-parody that my favorite issues of Batman have been ones that are focused around other people than Batman. You know, So hmm. like the Kite Man issues, and then the, the double date with Superman and Lois, yeah, and yeah. now Booster. Like... But it's because they're unconventional stories.
2: Yeah, no, I'll okay. I'll defend you on this one because this is yeah the best issue in in a while for me by far.
0: Um, so. yeah, I'm um, I'm not, I'm not like down the, most of the last. I mean, I, the Ivy arc was a little bit weaker, sure, but um, I like I like the wedding dress issue quite a bit actually. So
2: yeah, yeah. I wanted to be on that uh, one like, This is here, you know. What I said, you know, I think I said it like, it's just like Tom King is great for me when
0: he's got like some sort of plot to
2: back up his Batman run, and you know. <laughs> all the banter here is still what I expect from King, but there's, there's a plot to back it up. Yeah. So it was oh, good, because
1: going through this and I'm like, what is going on? Is he in the future? Is this uh, some twisted thing that he has to stop from happening? Cause he's the greatest hero no, you've ever heard of. He,
0: he did that. He caused it. Right. <laughs> right.
1: Well, so, you know, I don't stay up to date with the solicits like you guys do. Cause I like to be surprised. Yeah. So when I get to that reveal that this is what he did, I started laughing maniacally and, my I,
0: wife wants it too, because... Like, well, I, I mean, I laughed anyway just because of the way he was telling it. It was, it was that full page where it's, just uh, all, it's all his face just explaining and he's trying to justify what he's done. Oh, so that's Black Mercer thing with Superman. So I thought I'd show you a world without you being Batman and then you'd love your life because you'd see how much better it is than this nightmare. Yeah. yeah. That's his logic. Uh, uh,
2: like I said, I, oh. I skimmed the solicits, but by the time it comes to it's three months later, Yeah, I did not remember at all that Booster had caused yeah. if that was in the Me, solicit. No,
0: I, I remembered that. I remembered that from the solicit. I didn't remember... Or know anything else. But I knew Booster caused whatever was happening.
1: Also, they go to the bat signal and it's broken, right? And he goes, oh, that's a great sign. So Skeets helps makes the bat sim- yeah. uh, symbol.
2: That, you're, that you're, one. You've is all overlooked the best page. It's where, they're, they're, it's where you know, Booster and Skeets, they're searching for Batman. This and ha- he's hang? talking in the alley. And yeah. the noose just comes down and grabs yeah, him, And Skeets is like, you is know, I think he's right above us. Which I see you've already discovered.
0: Uh, Yes, it's it's, it's the way Skeet's turns. It's just the sequential art's really good because Skeet's turns around and looks up. It's really comical because of the actions. And then, (laughs) just to compliment the art again, uh, that page I was mentioning where Bruce was explaining to Bruce Wayne his entire ridiculous plan. Everything about it, the art, all the expressions of him trying to explain this. His motions, his
2: face, everything. It's it's perfect sequential art. It's great. It did
1: remind me of Mr. Miracle. You know? Like, with with the nine-panel grid and how he tells the story through that way. Like, you know, for as good as Gerard's is, King also knows how to structure that in the script. So, and it, and it helps that Daniel's nailed the expressions, especially Booster. Because Bumbling Booster is probably my favorite Booster. Like, I like him as the secret hero and whatnot. But him just trying, it's, it's relatable. Him trying to do something nice and just screwing it all up.
0: And I like, though, that this him. is one where almost every other character in the DCU, including Skeets, is like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Don't do yeah. this, B- Don't do it. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then
1: also, uh, you find out that that Roz and Talia are responsible for the Joker in this timeline, because Joker's destabilizing the U.S. You know, with, with this Joker's thing. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was a nice. Nah. You know, but, cause in a in a world where Batman didn't help create Joker, it'd be the that did it.
0: You know? Yeah, I'm assuming this goes up to forty, because obviously fifty is the wedding issue itself. So I'm assuming yeah. this is a five, maybe four issue. I could see them maybe being like a standalone before we get to the yeah. wedding. But uh, that seems like a very fun plot to sort of like go through before we get oh, to that. it does, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, it's exciting. It's fun. It's fresh. We, and it's one of these things where you know it's all going to be fixed, right? So you, you're not. But and sometimes that can be a problem because it feels like why are we doing this? But because it's all about how much Booster's screwed up and the, the fun of it, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If anything, it, it well, works is, better because we know it's going to be fixed.
1: Yeah, This is Back to the Future, but if we're following Biff <laughs> as he's changing things at the Almanac... Connor doesn't get that because he hasn't seen it, but...
2: Um, <laughs> you know... I still get the references.
1: There you go. Power of Love it, is a beautiful it, thing. And that's fine because a lot of people get down on Back to the Future too. but I like what it does with the different... You know, with the parallel nature of, you know, this is why this happened and this was going on at the same time and and whatnot. So I'm perfectly okay with that. Plus I'm a booster mark. So
0: makes one man sing, sorry. makes another man weep.
1: Yeah, there you go. Just, so something
0: that
2: is I thought interesting about this issue is there uh-huh. is no, no Selena at all no as I, I, as we're I, seeing all the Robins we're seeing everyone else
0: I think that's very intentional I think we're going to that'll probably be an end of issue reveal is like this is Selina in this world what's happened to her if she's alive
2: yeah because so, I, I mean th- there's still a wedding happening it's you know the, the,
0: the, the Waynes yeah I think they'll probably reveal so he's, he's, he's marrying someone else or he's married someone else
1: well so, so this is my take on it is this isn't we're going get the evolution of Batman because as of right now King's King's uh, story has been focused on why Batman, Batman, right? And it's, you know, to make sure what happened to him didn't happen to anybody else, right? And I feel like through this story right here with Booster, it's going to be like Selina now is that reason. Because in a world where he has his parents, he doesn't have Selina, mm. right? So it's he can't have both.
0: Yeah, and we should That's talk that, about how it that ends that. because... Bruce, upon kind of believing him because like, he's having these yeah. flashes, he decide, he actually destroys Skeets and he's like, I'm getting yeah. back to this uh, party because I wouldn't miss this for the world for my beautiful mother. And he's like, No, he's making the choice. He doesn't want to go back to whatever this other life was. Yeah. Does. yeah. So, he has an uh, offer
1: to show you the way out.
2: Yeah. It was, it was obviously this here, the way Bruce reacts, it's very much similar to this episode of Doctor Who. Uh, I don't know if you, you remember it. It was uh, like season three. It was a uh, tenant. He, he turns himself human. And he you know, forgets all his stuff. He doesn't and want he to go back. Creates this whole life, yeah. And he's told about it. He's like, Do "You know what? I, I've had these flashes. I believe you, but
0: I don't want to lose this." Right. It makes oh, sense. Matt, you're, you're it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and it makes sense that a Bruce Wayne who didn't lose his parents and didn't become Batman doesn't want to go. To he that can't life. understand. He can't fathom yeah. what it's like to to go through that. Because well, why yeah. would he?
1: Exactly. This is how he should have reacted. He shouldn't be like, "Yes, I believe the time traveling man and."
2: In- yeah it's like sure go back. on then go kill my parents let's yeah. let's ruin my world
0: so you know uh uh it's exciting uh it'll be fun sort of having this antagonistic bruce uh boost to try to solve all this out what other heroes might be seeing this world and how they've been how they've been affected um, i want to know where
1: superman's at i i wonder if i mean we have president cobblepot so the world is kind of jacked up mm-hmm. but how how would no batman affect superman uh,
0: Superman be. died because Batman wasn't there to save him that one time when they just like, were fighting something. I'm not even just saying <laughs> that is a thing. I'm saying that without Batman, Superman also doesn't flourish. So they need each other, kind of. No, thing.
1: I I feel like we get almost Dark Knight Returns where he's kind of not a puppet of the government, but he's, you know, he just he does what's right I mean, and, and what's the right. Is, was was
2: he Jokerized at some
0: point? Yeah, to, yeah, I don't
1: think I don't think he would have been.
0: Like that's oh, you no, you hope. hope. Yeah, you hope he wasn't, wouldn't have been.
1: He's he's an alien though. It's not it's not the same. Like Hal's still a human. You know what well, I mean.
0: It
2: works for the story. Is the point.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the, the big point is, is we're going to see how everyone else is affected by Bruce never being a part of their life. You know, um, and how did Dick end up being in a bat suit without there being a Batman first? That's with, an interesting with, story.
1: Uh, you know, armed to the teeth like the Punisher too.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I, I do like the idea that he's a—he he didn't deal with his own loss better because Bruce wasn't there to like help him, so he went really? down a darker path. That makes sense to me, but how did he pick the bat suit if you know there was no Batman before him? That's oh, true. So, right. yeah, it's curious questions, and I think uh, it's a fun thing to explore. And uh, the art's great, a great issue.
2: Yeah, this is very much his—you know—Batman six six six.
0: Yeah, Yeah. kind of, yeah. That's King doing his his own version of that. Or uh, Days of Future Bats, perhaps, as well, a little bit, if you want to go down that that path. Uh, So, no, Batman 45, uh, on top form, very good. Uh, That'll take us on to Superman 45, which is the final issue of the run from Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason, who are the... You know, Gleason does the art in this, as well as co-writing with Tomasi. And uh, we do have the special coming, though, uh, next month. There is still a special that's going to wrap up the run as well, even though this is a very... Finale esque run, mm-hmm.
3: in and in itself character. as well.
0: It calls back to a lot of things early on. In fact, what, probably my biggest kind of bittersweet complaint about the whole thing is that it was kind of reminded me, yeah, this was all better in the first like third of it when you were doing all this stuff.
1: Wait, when you were yeah. in Hamilton, it, here's what it is hundred percent of the time. They're in Hamilton; it's good,
0: almost a hundred percent. I had one or two little nitpicks with this one. Yeah, uh, just just for some of the dialogue, I, I felt like they went almost too sentimental in a couple of places. Yeah. Like, there was one scene where John just randomly said to Clark, "I love you," and he's "I love you too, son," and it felt like it didn't build up to it. It was just like Randall in the middle of a page. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, okay, uh, but
1: still, they're not reading plaques off of a thing. Oh, absolutely,
0: yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you know, the, my, minor complaint because ultimately this was them saying goodbye to the other house where they you know raised John uh. and. Lois crying as she's mopping the floor and that was kind of sweet and her, her taking the mailbox the mailbox
1: bit yeah. yeah. that was like my, my favourite yeah Clark's like that, that's
0: crying? illegal <laughs> that's illegal honey it's like yeah. so <laughs> I don't, don't <laughs> care you got flash showed. I
2: was like isn't that
0: illegal yeah, yeah. Uh, poor Barry he's like yeah let's we'll use Barry to move, move everything because he's super speed that's fine well, yeah I mean, Lois just yeah, like yeah there's... yeah. go on bathroom living room kitchen yeah.
1: uh, we, we found out now too that, that it's 300 miles from Metropolis so they, they've been they were quite a bit away, uh, in in Hamilton County. Which uh, yeah, yeah. they gave it some sense of geography, at least for me. Um, with Flash going 200 miles.
0: I do uh, wonder though, is is this the last of Kathy? Because we've got. I don't know, think so.
1: I, I think Tomasi is is with hinting what? with him and Maya. Okay,
0: sure. Yeah, I, Kathy, I could see it. Maya, I can I, I, I could see a Tomasi Young Justice book with this team and, uh, of kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I think it's still probably the last of Cathy we'll see in Superman itself, though. I think, uh, oh, I
3: yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Bendis
0: could use her, but I, I, I just don't feel that it's happening. Here's I think when we get that inevitable book from Tomasi, we can have Rob Zaro in it as well. Yes. Oh, who's fantastic! Yeah, as much as we've had some mixed feelings on the 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 boy Zaro arc, yeah, uh, Rob Zarrow Zaro trying to like hit on everyone, even Lois, who's like, "Oh, I've been warned about you, Rob Zarrow." <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's quality stuff. Well, uh, I forgot that I he
1: it... came or didn't know that he went with
0: Yeah, he joined they said the Bizarro
1: everyone. boys are, are being taken care of by Kathy and and Maya. I was like, "What? Who else so, went?" Oh,
0: yeah, so so what what is this potential book then? Is it Robin yeah. Superboy, Rob Zaro, uh Boy Zaro? That's actually really confusing to say because there's like, why is it not Super Zaro? just to make it easier between the two of them? But whatever. Uh, Super and, and then Kathy and and uh, what's her face? Nobody. Maya. Yeah, Nobody. Maya. Yeah. You know
2: what, uh, I, I wish Super Sons wasn't ending so that we could get the, the Bizarro pairing well, just that's... for one
0: issue? I think we might get it I... in this new book if yeah, that's yeah. where we're going.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: Given that Tamasi said that it's not, he's not done with the the kids. Like, yeah. I think that's maybe the, the logical thing to assume at this point. Uh, that's it, I still expect him on something else though, I don't think it'll just be that. Unless he's doing some uh, non-DC. No, that very much feels or... like a side book, doesn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah. But... yeah. But Even a mini. I'm fine with just a mini, even. You know, oh, sure. Yeah. Like... I'd
0: love it ongoing because honestly, I, I think uh, Super Sons has been up and down. I think Super Super Sons has been a lot more consistent. I meant Superman there. I think I said Super Sons twice. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, Super Sons has been the more consistent of the two, I think. Um, but now, this was a nice send-off, maybe just a touch too much of the, the Clark sentimentality as he's talking to John, that went on for quite a while, but uh, outside of that, I have a lot to I complain I love that about. layout, though,
1: of them walking around mm-hmm. the tree and in the field. And, they, you know, just...
0: they reminisce about you know the cat, they reminisce about uh, various things that have happened in the book. We see the cow that uh, Manchester Black became, we see the couple who are now getting engaged, who I think they were just like asking each other out when we yeah. f- were first at the fair, back so in that the
2: yeah.
1: yeah, I. So. uh have, which, new... I mean,
2: I guess that tells us it's been a year, right? Yeah. Uh, about. I, I'm assuming this is
0: annual. A like yearly fair, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and also we had that big creature that attacked as well, and they kind of made a ride at the fair around that squid. Yeah. You know, so that that was pretty fun. We like, got, we got just... a statue. Mhm.
0: Yeah, Kathy ca- uh, making fun of it, telling John to get an eagle oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, right. So it's a nice send off. It feels like the 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 arc's complete.
2: And
0: it had
2: its ups
0: and downs, but... It, it would have felt much better a year ago. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it, it would have felt much better a year ago. And I, I think we... I, I think it says something that this book was typically better when it wasn't doing the action stuff. It, it was better when it was just dealing with the family stuff. And I think this, this issue just shows that, that. This is when it was at its best, is when it's just dealing with the, the mother, father, son, and, you know, Kathy, the girlfriend, and... um. But, as I said, I'm all for more of the kids. I'm all for uh, Rob Zarro. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. There's
1: that you turn the page where he goes up, up, and then it's that double page. In away yeah. of yeah. John and Superman. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, because obviously there's trouble in Metropolis or wherever the League yeah. needs them. So you get the big double page rather than both opening their shirts. And then the last page is just the them sleeping on the couch with the TV and Lois yep. just stashing her mailbox. Oh, I'll wait until the goody Two of Well, we, I'll take the mailbox. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah because, pretty much. So no uh so no, it, it was sold it was good it was definitely the most i've enjoyed reading the issue of superman in a while
2: yeah it's kind of sad isn't it
0: that's the sad part of it yeah that's why it's kind of bittersweet so yeah
2: so see yeah. usually when you get an ending issue like this it's bittersweet because oh it's ending and it's good whereas here it's like oh well, no it's good but it hasn't been for so long it, it feels merciful yeah yeah,
0: we will move on, however, to Justice League number forty-three. Uh, this is the final issue, actually, of this this run. Not only of Priest, but also just this numbering. This is the final of this this set, of, this volume yeah. of Justice League. To be this, back this in a couple of Yeah, we went to issue one uh, in June, but uh, so this is Christopher Priest and Pete Woods. This is the final of uh, his run. Uh, wraps up the fans. Well, the fan character kind of wrapped up last issue, but it was kind of the fallout of the wrap up of that.
1: Unceremoniously, uh, um,
0: and, and yeah, uh, and, and for sure. Dealing with a few other things, um, and I have to. So this the thing, right? So I want to talk about two of the fallout things, right? First, the, the two green larns, right so simon's is really funny that's because the whole yeah. thing he's been worried about this lunch with superman and we see him at the and again it's this like pov it's almost like from clark's point of view seeing him like be all worried he's like ah oh. he thinks he's getting fired from the justice league so he's just sort of like yelling at him and angry and he sort of leaves off in a, in a, a you know a tiff and clark's just sitting there going huh and the waitress is like is he okay he's like i'll have the I'll have the fish please yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's, it's a good little joke it, it pays off the, the running joke we've had with simon uh with him has him not being sure what this lunch with superman was uh and we see that clark's just there on his glass he's all innocent that's just you know he has, he generally just wanted uh, to have lunch with him yeah that's all it was uh i
1: just love how he went into like uh as per the labor unions you can't fire me when Just caught. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, right, okay.
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's we have an implied contract yeah, yeah. And then the Jessica stuff, this is the thing. I think the Jessica scene here that wraps up the kiss stuff is actually funny on its own. I actually like this scene a lot. However, it actually just makes the kiss itself with Batman annoy me way more because there was never an explanation or reason for it.
2: She just kissed him.
0: And it felt, because I actually went back and read that scene from the issue. I was like, after I read this, I thought, oh, this is really funny. Because she goes to the, the man. She's like, hey, I want to apologize. Uh, I think we should agree that, you know, this was a mistake. You're the fiance. And, and to to, to, yeah, to, to its credit, because we were saying, what you know, what, is, is he forgetting Selena? And sure enough, Selena opens the door and she's like, oh, hey, I'm the fiance. Uh, and she's like, I kissed him. It's like, I know. Uh, do you Keep want to come in? Real Housewives is on. Let's go watch this. Like, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Like, I, I'm sorry. What for? I love balloons. Yeah, it's funny that Selena doesn't give a shit, right? That is generally yeah. quite funny. But I I went back and read the scene where she kissed him and it still feels super awkward and out of character. It still does. I don't
2: understand what it like it doesn't make any sense for Jessica specifically. The yeah. the the real, you know, she's afraid of everything, you know, interaction. Yeah, but, I think that would no. work.
0: This would work for almost any other character. Yeah. Almost any like you know it's, it's a moment of weakness it's a moment of whatever but in that scene it felt weird because we were because we were convinced she was like being mind controlled or it was it wasn't actually her it was so out of character and it never yeah. felt right and it still doesn't so yeah. hey ho we'll Especially just forget she, about it yeah you
2: know, she had a thing for for Barry
0: yeah 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 so we could just forget about it now but hey that was funny I, I do like that Jessica was kind of prominent in this issue, that she starts and ends it she has the bookend where in, she's in the Hall of Justice presumably. Uh, yeah. at the new table, and she's, like, cracking jokes at the start. I liked all that stuff where she's like, ah, yes, uh, Ch- Chairman Cruz presiding, yes. Uh, okay, 15-minute <laughs> grace window, then I start firing people. All that stuff was just kind of amusing. It was fun. Yeah,
1: well, and I like that the, when Vixen shows up and she's like, well, I guess it's just not the end for our team either. Mm. You know, like...
0: And yeah, yeah, but I like the whole idea because it, obviously it teases the new Justice League team at the end with Martian Manhunter and all yeah. that. They show up and like, hey, Jessica Cruz, something's happened. We need your help, are you game. And I do like that it's kind of the newest person. I mean, obviously Baz is still pretty new as well, but she's the newest. She's even newer than he is, yeah. arguably. Uh, and I, I like that, that she's the one who's like, uh, do, do, I, do I come? Yeah, of course I do. And she steps yeah. in and that's how we... Because it ends with this kind of upbeat, hopeful look forward to the new Justice League stuff. So I like that too as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual resolution to the stroke stuff in Africa, eh, whatever. I can basically just skip over all that and not care at well, this point. I, I
1: understand where Preece is coming from because it's such a dodgy international relations thing yeah. and how he points out that the people that you're protecting are the ones that were wiping out the people before that are now trying to wipe happen them out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Me, me exactly. and Pete had the whole debate on
0: this and the, the week the you debate- were away the debate is interesting it's worth having but i feel like this had to be twice as long to actually explore it yeah
3: Yeah.
1: you do that in deathstroke where you have 30 issues to explore that not six because you know you you know because now that we know that priest knew that this run was wasn't going to be long
0: like he shouldn't have put too much he should have just had the fan have the fan be the the core thing for the the 12 issues whatever it was um I mean, I did, there's some fun moments mixed in, the mix then, like, you know, Wonder Woman not being there for the plan, where they're all going to fake, you know, f- you know, pretend to yeah. be beat up by their strokes, so Wonder Woman comes in and starts beating the shit out of them, just like, oh, yeah. someone didn't get the memo! So, oh, and, I
1: like, symbolically, she's the one that has the lasso of truth, right? So, yeah. like, mm. uh, you know... She, she, like... she
2: doesn't lie about it, essentially, where yeah. everyone
0: else is, you know, it's this it's, it's cheap. Yeah, because yeah, she, she's off getting healed by uh, Raven, uh, mm-hmm. she's in, like, her mind, and uh, Thanatos is, you know, trying to corrupt yeah, no, no, her. That was
1: whatnot. pretty cool, I just... I was fine. I was fine. It just wasn't Jazeki and that, that whole thing.
2: And I, don't know. Know. I really love the ideas, but this yeah. needs a good twenty issues dedicated then, to it. And the yeah.
1: cyborg stuff, I'm still not sure on. Like, what was the point there? Like,
2: yeah, take a pass like, on cyborg. Like he
1: he tries to do the resolution with Batman, and Batman's like, "Oh yeah, I just wanted you to feel like what it was like to be a leader." I was like, "Well, why? Like, I don't know." Yeah. It's not like it's not like Cyborg was spearheading the let's vote Batman out as leader. Oh, let's see how you do fare. You know what I mean? It was just a weird resolution. Like it,
0: it just it, it played kind of weird to me as well. It I was working to a point, but then it kind of ended in this kind of mm-hmm. you know. I'm honestly, i I'm honest when Cyborg punches him, and I was like, yeah, uh, okay, I'm not sure. Kind of like you know, what, what, what the point of this was directly. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I felt like, like we. had we,
1: we, we had two stories and neither of them got a proper ending Yeah. between the fan and how it started with how he was going around and yeah. they were trying to put limits on the Justice League. Because,
0: yeah, because the, the, the interesting part of that in this issue is where Deathstroke turns around and says, admit it, you're actually relieved that I killed him because it solves the problem. Yeah. Like, that that is the interesting part of that. That's the idea is, that yeah. I want explored. But it happened so quick and out of nowhere last issue that it doesn't no. feel like it properly built to it. Yeah. And it feels like I need another couple of issues at least to deal with just the ramifications oh. of that.
2: Well, yeah, think.
1: because you look at Identity Crisis, and spoiler alert for people that haven't read Identity Crisis, but part of that is what was Justice League going to do about Dr. Light and what he had done, and they had a vote, and then uh, Batman comes in halfway through the vote, sees what they're doing, is like, well, no, you can't do this, just just period.
3: Yeah, yeah that's and crossing they might the light. Yeah.
1: yeah, and so, so Batman's affected, and then all of these heroes that had voted – like, some of them were like, yeah, let's lobotomize and The other one's like, no, we can't do that. And and why that broke up, that version of the team. And it was really smart, you know, telling this, you know, kind of a reboot there. Yeah.
2: Uh, and and it, it plays the same sort of beats here where, you know, yeah. Batman and Superman have that talk about, you know, okay, what, what right. broke up the great bands? You know, like. Right. Yoko Ono. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, and uh, he's like, no, no, no. It's, it's all about you know, we c- not being able to forgive each other, not being able to yeah. come together. And, you know, talking about, you know, the league is where we're supposed to have the common ground.
0: I, I mm-hmm. like the tease of, like, this is the funny thing, though, is that no one's actually leaving the team. All the members are still going to be there for the new team. Yeah. As far as we know so far, anyway. I always
1: like, too, that there's there's a main line of, of the Justice League and the two, who we see in that, that title at the times so like with Snyders. Mm. But there's also reserve members. So you can have the Jessicas and the. The Simons and the Vixens and and whatnot. Still, they're just not on the main line. I like the, I like
0: the idea that Jessica is important enough that her and Cyborg are going to be leading the the Odyssey. Like that's you know it's like no, yeah. this is a sign of trust. And same with yeah. uh, Dark, where it'll be Wonder Woman and you so, know. I saw some
2: more of uh, Cedric's drawings of Jessica for that. Oh dear, yes. Oh <laughs> my god, with the you know with all the weaponry and stuff. Yeah. Oh, this looks so good.
1: Cedric drawing. Yeah. Jessica and Starfire. That it's like he he got a hold of our podcast and was like, Oh, this is who you guys like. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Yeah. No, nah, obviously also we're really curious about all that stuff. So it's exciting leading you know, into justice. Um so, I like to start and the end. I like the tease for the next stuff. I just The resolution to the plots were a little bit too rushed and didn't have to take me to explore it properly. So, it's a shame. Because um, it, start, it started off pretty strong uh, back when Priestos yeah. started on the I really like
1: that stuff and how, you know, because Batman wasn't getting enough sleep and he was, you know, burning the candle on both ends. And I wonder. I need the teeth
0: I wonder if he knew it was going to be a short run, but he didn't know exactly how short it was going to be. Yeah. And he was told after the first like six issues, okay, it's going to be this many left. And he's like, oh shit, I thought it was going to be twice as many as that. So he then had to truncate the yeah. rest of it down. And he was maybe just too stubborn with himself to actually just take things out. <laughs> so he. I think so. He squished yeah. it all in. Because oh, it, 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 like- it, it felt perfectly paced for the first like, six or seven issues. And then it was the back but half. Ultimately, it feels like this bastardized version of what could have been. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, and maybe he's just assuming, ah, oh, you know, if I ever do get a rate Justice League again, it'll be too long. So I'll just get this Yeah, out. Well,
2: maybe it's like he's never going to get another shot to tell this story. So, yeah, might as well tell the, the weaker version, at least, because mm-hmm. at least he's telling a version of it.
0: But hey, yeah. but hey so that, that was Justice League. Uh, we'll move on then speaking of Green Lanterns and Jessica to Green Lanterns 45, Tim Seeley writing running Cliquette on the art. And this is, you know, we're getting the full on flashback of, of Jessica and uh, our friends in the woods and what happened and we mm-hmm. find out more about this we find out they witnessed a body being disposed of by murderers who then mm. you know try to take out the witnesses uh, do you know what i liked about that side of it and and the flashback stuff uh well it is actually a flashback or it's kind of like the flashback playing out inside like the the, the the ring the black hole yeah yeah um is that it had like this weird horror movie feel to it it, it reminded it me did. of a, a horror movie mm. where Everything's fine because they're in the woods. They're on a camping trip for the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. but you know they're going to stumble across something really bad, and it's going to be all turn to horror. Like it gave yeah. me that feeling of that, you know. Yeah, Chasing's going to show
1: up and start hacking them with yeah. the machete.
0: Because I especially like the panels where you see, like, when it's a single, single of Jane's actually explaining what she saw in the woods, and we see those panels, and it's the the, the villains are just all in shadow with the smile. Yeah. It's really dark. Yeah, you just well, see, yeah. see the eyes and the teeth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she hints, she's like, yeah, I don't know if she actually doesn't remember what they look like, or she's buried it so deep that not even I can see. So she has to experience it for herself. Yeah,
0: so she's having a three-course meal. The Justice League are all showing up because they're like, hey, there's a giant black hole above the city. We have to deal with this. Uh, Jessica's sister's it out. Then Constantine shows up to try and help, you know, and Baz is the only one who can go in. He has to go in without his ring. That's kind of what the plot's setting up. So he he's going in, and he ends up going in, and he's like, "Wait, this is the this is the power ring," and it seems to be that the the previous wielder of the power ring is trapped in there as well. So, uh, yeah. big big things. I, I'm actually really into this story. I'm I'm glad we're really going into uh, like her past and all, because it, it's been something of it's been part of her story for such a long time. It's nice to finally really be delving into it. It is because this is what you know.
2: Way back when, she was introduced in Justice League by Johns, so that was yeah. okay. That was all that stuff there, and that was you know, quite a while ago now. Like years three, three or four years. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly when about Injustice Justice League it was. more
0: well, more to the point, it's you know 40 plus issues of this run of this 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 series. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah. 45 here, then plus all the other stuff we had with her before that. Yeah. So it's taking its time to get. Here. So it, and it I like was that, a big deal.
1: that. That see, at least taking time to to talk about like her friends like we all get to know them, like you know her and her best friend have known each other since they were like six
0: yes and the then, sarcastic ginger as a uh, one yeah, of the points out. right yes
1: and then and then her ex-boyfriend is now dating her best friend and how does that make her feel and it, it's all of these different things and i like the dynamics and then i remember you know pete mentioning it feels like a horror book well that's you know Seely that's what he came up on. So
2: yeah. like, every so often, you just remember, oh, these are all dead. You know. Yeah. Because like, you kind of get caught up in it, even though the horror's there, um, and then you go, oh yeah, they're all dead.
0: You just you're just waiting uh, for it. Yeah. There's, there's this feeling of dread. This feeling of counting down till doom. Um. And that, that really works. And obviously the big reveal at the end. Uh, Simon, you know, being the one who's closest to her, going in to try and get her out. Um, because there's like a back door because of her closeness to him. Um. So, you know, it's, it's uh, I dug I this issue a lot. I think it's nice they're treating this like a big deal, uh, really dealing with yep. Jessica's past. And, uh, you know, I feel like given that we are setting up that she's going to be a, a big part of uh, Odyssey and No Justice yep. and all the rest of it, that this will have her coming out on the other side stronger for it, for going through this. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. Insane. And uh, I still like Jane as a villain. I like her being like, oh, I'm feasting on her. I'm feasting on her pain, on her... Or, and Even the fact that she corrupts the lasso of truth... Uh, because yeah. Wonder Woman's like oh, we don't have time for this she just puts the last words like it like, starts speaking and it's fine at first but then she starts to like corrupt what Wonder Woman's saying and it's like oh she's well infected.
1: even even Kostkin's like she's not what you think she is like that's his kind of dire warrant like yeah. you know?
2: I, I think Sealy's got a real nice handle on the league for, yep. for their dialogue mm. yeah, yeah. I, uh, they all felt really natural because uh, I don't think he, we've not seen him do a
0: lot with the league
1: well, did, didn't he do the Steve Trevor issue that, he did do was, yeah yeah, that was on uh, yeah, just It w- wasn't
0: a whole actual league in that issue, though.
1: <laughs> no, but, I mean, it just... Well, so,
0: listen, so we've got hints is... of what he can do with, with yeah. them, but
2: you know, we I think this is the first time I can really think of them all being around. Oh, I wonder if issues.
0: he's a potential league run someday. You know, obviously, a long yeah, time. Yeah, Cause Snyder's going to be there for a while now, but... I wonder if someday yeah. we'll get something in that set. Or
1: some kind of team, you know, like or, it seems team dynamics.
0: Yeah, or, or well. even, because um, even just the, the little way that Batman's like, oh, I'm going to have to interrogate her, and then it's, you know, yeah. like time's like, hey, be careful, because like, she, like, she, you know, the way she takes in words and manipulates them back at you is quite serious, even for you. Yeah. So, um it's another I, I I also
2: like Constantine asking Superman to, to light a cigarette. <laughs> uh, because you know small moment that just felt like you know okay it it makes it feel like this natural conversation like yeah he's just kind of doing his own thing
1: being the big wood boy scout though he should have told him no or at least gave him a lecture
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's like i you know what no because he's like no i I respect his choice it's fine he's he's doing it anyway so i might as well
0: (sighs) um but yeah no it's all this shit i'm I'm glad that jessica's passed and uh it seems, seems really well handled right now. Like I said, I really like the feeling of dread throughout it. So, um, And art was solid. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, not so, yeah. nothing to stand out, but pretty, yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on to Nightwing 43. Uh, another fill-in issue. So we were, I had no idea what to expect from this, much like last, last one ended up being <laughs> yeah. quite good. But this that one we had no idea going to. Into. Yeah. Uh, so this was uh, Michael Moretti and Mikhail Zhang on this uh, issue. Yeah. And this is an issue, basically how Nightwings try to take a night off, He wants to watch Mm -hmm. Netflix.
1: But he feels guilty, because Bruce never takes a night off.
0: Yeah. Uh, and He's like, I'm not Bruce, I can take a night off. But both Robin, as in Damien, and Roy both call him asking for help. And they end up, the things they're both involved in end up intersecting. Mm -hmm. They're actually kind of the same plot. Uh, Mm -hmm. So he ends up having to come out and save them and help them fight. And uh, It's basically just, I think the most fun stuff in this issue is definitely the Roy and Damien back and forth. And they're basically... Childlike hatred of each other. Mostly, yeah. I agree, but I feel like Roy's voice is completely off.
1: Well, you're the one of the Ridge Red Hood, so he's not even in Red. Oh, Hood. Wait, he's not even Red anymore. Yeah, I was, was, I
0: was New fifty-two. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're I, off base I old, went better. to rush
1: for that. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> uh, now I read this one so fast. I just, it wasn't doing it for me. Like, uh, I,
2: I, a... I like, you know, you know, Dick playing the father figure, especially with Damien. That's
0: always fun. I do not think it was bad. I think, I think it was great. It was just kind of a fine one-and-done. Yeah. Not nothing special. Like, I, I
2: guess I, I really don't think Roy is this juvenile anymore. No, that's fair. He hasn't been like this in a long time. So I, I do
1: like when just... he plays off at Cheshire, though, just because of I know their history. You know, yeah, yeah. So...
2: Yeah. but Yeah. Which, that I, is might to still be intact because, you know, D- Damien yeah. calls her his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just haven't had a kid together yet, you know? Like, there's no Leon. Yeah. So Absolutely. I do like, anytime Damien fights with somebody, I tend to enjoy it. But here, I I just, I get tired of it real quick.
2: Yeah. Also, I'm really glad that at the end, Damien addressed that, you know, that you, you, Dick needs to learn what Netflix and chill means. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, okay, this this is weird.
1: Well, he's just having to pick up their light work, right? Like, or his light work. As we have, he yeah. we have, hmm. Yeah, yeah, was,
2: yeah but but dick made. keeps holding netflix and chill and that's kind of just strange because that's a very specific thing that this is, is, it? is not
0: what I, it i'm is. gonna yeah i'm gonna stick up for dick here because I, I i i was hearing that phrase for a year before i actually knew what it meant
2: really?
0: i i legitimately just thought it was it meant just watching netflix and relaxing i had no idea it meant sex until like after a year of hearing it
2: yeah okay Fair enough. Uh, maybe I was more in the loop on that one. For I'll, some I'll stick
0: reason. up for it. It wasn't until someone explained it in a TV show. That like, oh, it actually means something other than just what it sounds like. Okay.
2: I mean, I got the subtext of it, but I just thought too.
1: It's like you know, sit there and binge watch things, you know, like.
2: Well, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if the writer just had no idea what it meant. And I was like, okay, this is weird to be using that phrase. Just it was almost like, oh, he's heard the phrase, and it's like, oh, I'll just use that.
0: Oh, so I, got, I, no, I got it was intentional from the start it's, fun, it's maybe it funny that Dick doesn't know what it means and then at the end you know, even Damien's like hey you need to learn what this means yeah fair enough uh, I, mean, I thought it was okay it was fine like, I, I don't regret reading it it was, it was a fine little story
2: it's fine I wouldn't want any more I'm good with just the one issue
0: that's both uh, well that's all you're getting, so it's fine. No, I like yeah. that it is just, a, okay, this is just yeah. a one-issue fill-in. Um, that's just typically how I feel about fill-ins like this though. It, it just so happens that the last one ended up being fantastic. <laughs> like, that, was, that was, yeah, more exception than the rule, I think, uh, yeah, when it yeah. comes to these things. But, but yeah. The bar was high. So, uh, so that was Nightwing, and uh, that takes us on to Mr. Miracle, number eight, Tom King and Mitch Gerrard's. This was meant to be last week, but it got pushed a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, uh, Baby's Born, um, we, had the, we had that whole last issue, and this issue is basically about the juggling between the parents because they can never be home at the same time because they, they keep having to fight this war. Uh, yeah, because he's so,
1: the high father. Yeah, and they're they're waging a war in apocalypse, but she's the co-general. So, yeah, I, I, I you could call this the joys of of parenthood because it, it's a timeline, the balancing work in, in the kid. Yeah. But did we know his name was Jack? That that happened in
0: the last night. Uh I think so. Can't remember I can't okay. remember. But uh, I can't remember, that's
1: left. why but but I like that that the kid's name is Jack.
0: Not yeah, not only is he called Jack, at one point someone calls him the King, which is a nice yeah. uh, obviously reference uh, to Jack Kirby. Uh yeah, and and, and we're to get an excelsior in this issue as well, I think. From the Stan Lee looking dude, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so fill of fill the references uh, in this one. But this, this, as all issues with this, this was deeply sort of hard hitting emotion, despite the fact that there's kind of an uplifting sort of bent yep. to it by the end, because it's all about the stress of being a parent and the stress of, you know, it, the, I'll have to look at it to be specific here, but there, there was like <laughs> scenes of him like, on the battlefield, and it's like, oh, this is the end, this is. Because I think early on he's, he's shouting, um, what was he shouting constantly during the battle? Uh, and it's, but it's actually he's just really talking about. Uh, yeah, th- there's no escape. There's no escape. He no. keeps shouting there's no escape, but he's also... I mean, he can take that as a metaphor. He's really just talking about parenthood. No. There's no escape from always having no. this responsibility. Yeah, that's it now. No. It, you're just saddled with that. Yeah. So, so,
1: so I'm just going to jump to it. My favourite part of this issue is that Batman kills babies. <laughs> like, that line... You're
0: a parody of yourself at this point, Matt.
1: <laughs> I know. I could not help it, though.
0: You're a parody. The fact that
1: they put that in and you can't put you know, you can't put stuffed animals in there with it. And he goes, hey, yeah, you can, it's fine. No, 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 there's studies. Yeah, oh, he's about,
2: like, yeah but there's, you know, cop death. You've got you to gotta be careful.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he goes, no, 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 study show. And then just the next lines are, Batman kills babies. And I lost it. Oh, it's, I, it's pretty fantastic. It's funny. I mean,
0: This scene has been very good at being funny, even when it's doing really dark yep. things. Um, yeah. you know, and it's funny, because the, even the, the scene where he's, he's literally... um putting bodies like they've built a big pit for, for the dead bodies they're, they're just getting rid of but as, as we're watching that uh, it's, it's contrasting because we're hearing that um, they're talking about oh, the, 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 you know, Jack trying to laugh uh, and talking about uh, the kid and him being a flirt and talking about all these nice things it's this contrast between the, the two things and one of the things that I love towards the end of the book is that he gets it the, the the worst possible part of the book his worst possible place where he's just he's done he's been fighting he's beaten badly he yep. is completely miserable uh, and you know, ask when we get the dark side is right and yep. he's actually he's actually singing the the song again you hey little baby don't say a word blah wow. blah 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 um, and it says dark side is we get the little video distortion effect before it says dark side yep. is. Uh, he's at his possible worst and that's when he gets the I I don't know if he literally gets the call here but at least in the book this is where we get to hear him find out that the the baby's saying saying, daddy or dada uh, Dada. and it's like that brings him back from the edge I think that
2: is when he's getting the call because you get the dark side is
0: yeah. And then the panel after that, it clears up. There's no more video distortion. You hear the ping yep. of the, the message coming oh, you're right, there's a ping, through. you're right. The yeah. ping. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was literally he's getting the call then, or if it's just thematically. Yeah, I this think
2: is... I think the ping is telling you it's now.
0: So, but he, he gets this call, and obviously him singing the song, we get that you near know, the start of the issue. It bookends by him doing that again, and it's the idea that, yeah, it's stressful, there is this responsibility, there is this thing. But it's also the thing that makes him sort of have hope again at the end because he's just like he's done, he's been on the battlefield, he's lying there, dark side is, it's covered in blood, it's miserable. But then he hears that his son he hears his son say dada, and then it's like everything's okay again. And you know, we have him singing the song again at the end to the kid, yeah. Um, and it's
2: it's probably it's like I'm gonna buy a, a goddamn diamond ring, he's like he's, he's proper yeah. like pumped for doing it, yep. isn't he?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that we don't even see Barda until the end of the issue because the idea is that they never see each other, so it's given, it's yeah. emulating that by us never seeing yeah. her, we hear the conversations, we hear the phone calls, mm-hmm. we hear them talking about, oh maybe we should put a car seat in the, 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 the crib until he falls asleep because that's what's helping him sleep apparently, yeah. all, all these like parenting conversations um, as they're going back. Well, it, Barda
1: has to watch him take his first steps via mother box.
0: Yeah, um, uh, and our our Stan Lee villain uh, gets his yeah. nostrils instead <laughs> uh, for part of it. He's like, I can literally see your nostrils now. P- point it back at him. Yeah. Uh, so, Funky. So yeah. So there's good stuff there. Um, the the fact that she's supposed to have this duel, she she she's challenged this other general to a duel, but she's one like on one. she gets caught up, and uh, Scott <laughs> has to do the fight instead and gets the shit oh. kicked out of him. It's like I almost had him. I'm, like, I'm sure you did, honey. Yeah, we'll that.
1: we'll we'll take them in the fall. Like we'll we'll circle back around.
0: Uh, yeah. But again, it's, again, I think that's again it's the metaphor for the idea that sometimes in a in a couple when you, you get new parents, yep. is like one of them's better at certain things. Like one of them's maybe better at the yep. feeding, one of them's better at the other thing. And the idea that every so often, now the parent that's good at that thing won't be there for it. Yeah, so, the other one's just got to do it anyway. Yeah, and probably be terrible at it. You know, if if it's changing the diapers, they get covered in shit because yep. <laughs> they're yeah, bad at but, it. But
2: they did it. That's the point.
0: Yeah um so there's a lot of stuff there and just the, the stress of it you can really feel you can feel king is like talking about his experience of being a father for the first time probably uh well, yeah, he's, he's got a couple of kids so he's obviously been through this um
1: yeah well yeah. and also that there's that last distortion effect mm-hmm.
2: uh
1: on him as he picks up the kid but then you know it's kind of feel like he's learning to push through it
2: you know, yeah, it, it's as as the kids crying and then mm-hmm. it, and when he goes to pick him up, it's distorting. And then as he, yep. it, it
0: clears up when the baby stops crying. Yeah. yeah. So this idea is, the, again, the distortion the dark side is all representing his own self-doubt, mm-hmm. fear, and depression. The yep. baby's making him fight through it. It's like a light yep. that helps him live and fight. So, yep. uh yeah, you know, the thematic qualities of the book are bar none. It's funny, actually, when we do our top ten stories at the end, um, I, I feel like if you come back in a couple of years when this is all done. Yep. That's this could very well be something that starts sneaking Easy. onto those lists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, do
1: you, so, so do you think King writes in what he's wearing, like the superhero shirt? I, I, I was gonna dress? say.
2: You, I, I was gonna say. Do you think Gerard has a challenge to himself? Yeah. Like how many? Yeah. Well,
0: on that I subject, this? I think we have to talk about the Superman shirt at one point because there's actually a little thing that happens it, if you didn't lips. notice it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's wearing an electric blue Superman shirt, and when the video static effect, effect happens, it turns to the red. red. Yeah. 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 So that was a neat little touch.
1: That was a cool one. Uh, he's he's at Wonder Woman at one point. He's at Booster. He's at Aquaman.
0: Got so, Nightwing. One.
1: Nightwing. So I just I want to know who's responsible for for that. So, yeah. so it's fun to see his wardrobe. I, I assume
2: Gerard just has free reign on that. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I mean, yeah, uh, maybe he requests certain ones for a specific
0: scene, like the the superman yeah. thing. I wonder if it is just free reign and he just thought that up in the art. He said, "Hey Tom, I've got this idea." He's got a Superman shirt on. Uh, well, well, if it's the, red, the electric blue, but it turns to the red, you know, during yeah. the glitch, like you know, I, well, I could and, see and that. you
1: look at the coloring on that page, and it's blue and red predominant, you know, because mm. Funky's is. in blue, uh, Jack's in red, so and it, it just goes well. And then that the scene right after that, where the baby Parademon, and just like the horrors of war with Light Ray.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oof. And how that affects him because he's a dad. Um, yeah. But yeah, just the, I thought they were cloned. I didn't know they had kids. Like, and he grew up in apocalypse, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. it's a so solid every issue. Yeah.
0: Obviously, there are really again. We mentioned obviously the coloring there and the the t-shirts, mm-hmm. but, um, once again, the expressions, the despair in the face, the the lovingness as he he's finally yes. sitting on the couch with Bard at the end
2: all in the pacing for me with Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he nails the pace in a, in a way that few people do.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, he uses that nine panel grid to his... Uh... Yeah, just,
2: I, I'm fully just waiting for the final issue where we break out the nine panel grid.
0: We'll get a full page spread at the end, probably.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait when, right at the end. You know, when Scott's finally accepted what's going on, when he's in a better headspace, he's not confined to the grid anymore. He's, he, right. he's you know, free to think about more.
0: Hmm. Yeah, he's not trapped by his own depression. Even yeah. that will be represented in the art by breaking away from the panel grid. Uh, so, so no. Uh, not surprising anyone. Fantastic. It uh, is worth mentioning, the May issue got pushed to June, so uh, we'll see you for number nine in a couple of months.
2: Disappointing, but, yeah. but uh, you know, whatever.
0: Take his time, get it, get it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, you, well. you can't <laughs> rush a masterpiece. I, I, ironically, the reason why it's been pushed, though, is because uh, Jared's just had a kid, and he's he, uh, this is his first yeah. kid, I think. So <laughs> yeah. he's going through all this right now, funnily enough. I wonder if this, like, really speaks to him, because it's like, this is exactly what he's doing. Yeah, I wonder, just instead of a war, it's the art. That's that's what the, going off to the battlefield yeah, but, is.
1: From what I've heard from parents, and the babies are that young, like, being away from them, is you're going through a war every day, just to get back to him, you know? So, mm. Mm. you know, uh, my cousin, we just met them for dinner last night, and they have a four-month-old, and that's what he's like, you know, and he works 11-hour shifts, but as soon as he gets home, he's like, oh, I have new energy as soon as I see my kid. So, mm. you know, it's it's crazy.
2: I, I think that's the thing, like, here, this feels very authentic, doesn't it? Like, mm-hmm. the whole thing, it feels like, okay, this... As much as it's, you know, the, this... this fantastical war and you know all the new gods and apocalypse it still feels real at its core
0: oh yeah i I think that's been true the whole series everything about it is everything it's about is real it just happens to be wrapped up in new gods and apocalypse and dark side and yeah yeah all, all the other crazy shit yeah so
1: well and and there's that line of of they make you forget all this your memories and like yeah it's either gods or evolution so you have another kid like, you forget all the pain and, and whatnot of no sleep and yeah. being cranky. And, and, like, that might be the realest thing I've ever read in a comic book, is is that sentiment.
0: Yeah. Might be, yeah. Luckily, I hate children, so I'm immune to all this, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting want to stay from home. No, 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 I don't want to go home and see the little shit. No, no, no. Yeah,
1: no, no, Pete is dark side in the story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm okay with that. Well, we have to move on then. We'll move on to Batwoman number 14, Margaret Bennett and Fernando Blanco on the art. Uh, so we know, we big twist last issue, we know that Alice is behind it all, who's mm-hmm. the, the evil side to Beth, uh, Kate's sister. And mm-hmm. seemingly from this issue, she's actually got Kate infected with a plague of some sort from when she was in the lab <sighs> so, uh, with, uh, with the bats. You know, it's all, all very symbolic. Uh, and Kate's on, on the, the run to try and get to her, to try and stop all this. Uh, as Alice is uh, monologuing, and it seems that Knife uh, is behind all this. She's the one who's like made sure Alice is back. She's taking her out of the asylum, and she's, you know, giving her drugs to make sure she keeps being Alice, and all the rest of it. That's the gist of what's going on.
1: Yeah, many arms of death get taken out, uh, Eldern, whatever. The, the, yeah, the, sister.
0: The, the, the brother and sister. Uh, well, that was the thing when we spoke about this last time. We were kind of conflicted on the reveal because it was. Like okay, as much as it makes emotional sense for this to like be Alice to a point, even though it's really to Hanny who's behind it all, it, yeah. it was like well, it felt like we we're building up like a new big villain for for Batwoman and, and Sophia, yeah. and yeah. instead it turned out to be no, 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 no it's actually just the, the one villain she already had, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is kind of a weird. Uh, and, I, and I like
1: that dynamic of her wanting to keep her sister safe, yet her sister being her greatest adversary, mm. right? And so and then you had Safiya who knows her better or even the knife right like if this was just the knife or, or tahini whatever her name was uh then yeah but I'm out I think after this cuz now I'm uh, once they took out the many arms of death I'm just like well that's that's the thing I was excited to see was this new you know her globe trotting with with Penny uh, uh, with Julia Pennyworth and, and doing all that stuff, doing the James Bond spy things. And, mm. and now we're just doing a lesser version of something we've already had. And I was like, oh, here's the sickness again. Like we've got this. And I, I understand that's that's been seeded through through the stuff with the, the foxes and whatnot. But now it's coming to Gotham. And we know that's not how it's going to go. You
0: know? Yeah, also I actually yeah. laughed at loudness in this issue because at one point Julia's like, "Hey, call in some cavalry, call Colin, call in, spoiler, Colin, Red Robin," yeah. and she's like, "Oh, I've already, this has already ruined my my real family. I'm not going to ruin my Bat family as well." And I actually kind of laughed because like, you know, give it, yeah. in Detective that that's already done. Like that's yeah. falling apart that's completely. Long ruined. Yeah, no, obviously yeah. it's just set before that. That's fine. That's comics, but it just made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but hey. uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that she was okay. I have to admit, my patience for the the run is kind of dwindling a little bit as we go. Um, yeah, I, I I think that all the stuff with the island was fine at first. Uh, obviously, mm. we we it was really riveting for the first arc. Actually, I mean, admittedly, we had a yeah. acting on art, which was helping quite a bit. Yeah. But I think the scarecrow section I thought dragged on too long and uh, yep. was a lot of like you know all all the nightmare stuff just kind of felt like it was it,
2: it was a bit too long but I liked it in concept of what it was
0: doing.
1: Well, especially with what it dealt with Colony and and her dad, you know, yeah, that, she had that, a that stuff was with, fine. with Colony Prime. My,
0: my problem sometimes yeah. with this stuff where they're trapped in their mind and it's going through is that sometimes yeah. it feels like there's not actually a thrilling plot that's happening. And yeah, it just kind of yeah. keeps going around in circles until it ends. Uh, and I kind of had that problem with that, but it was still was okay overall. Um... But I, as we keep coming back to the same stuff, I'm not particularly into just the overall plot, I guess. As well. Yeah, so. I,
2: th- I think I'm with Matt on being out. It feels kind of just derivative at this point. Yep. It, it's like, you know, the the stuff on the island at the start, I felt so original and unique and fresh. Mm. And now I'm just like, meh, okay, it's just another well, story. And, like,
1: and then, like, what happened with the island? Because as we know, it became this corporate, you know, thing, Koriana. This is where the many arms of death have their headquarters. And why would Safia ever ever do that? And you think, oh, she got burned so badly by Kate that she completely changed. Now that was cool. Like, gimme that. And then they they just did the bait and switch instead. And it's Yeah. I don't I I don't care, especially on a week as big as this. Like, if this is on a quieter week, I'm more inclined. But now I'm just kinda like I think I wanna skip it.
2: I think the, the only thing that will keep me to come back at this point is if we do a time jump to post-detective. Yeah. Catch well, up with, you know, that stuff there.
1: I did see a thing that they are bringing Renee back. So that would, you know, if we get... Yeah, I
0: was, was in the July solicit. Renee's going to be in the book. Yeah. Uh, right. So, so uh, I mean, that, that just sounds interesting. I I not say that. I'm hard out. Admittedly, it was probably the least excited thing I was to read this Week.
2: Well, I'd say when I was going to read, I was like, I don't actually really want to read this. It's kind of just yeah. habit. It's just kind of there. I'm not. I, I don't. i not, like nothing about it makes me go, oh yeah, I want to read
0: this. It's, I guess the thing though. It's never really been out really bad though, so it's never been like it's just kind of like so it kept happening, and then the books have been getting stacked up. I to this was like, kind of a weird week because stuff was delayed to this week, and then yeah, whatnot. But um, yeah, I, I I think I'll read issue fifteen. I'll I'll mm-hmm. I'll see where it's going from here. Uh, admittedly the more exciting stuff is probably after this arc when Montoya's involved yeah. but yeah. we'll see what they're doing I don't know but, uh, I, I, I like the double page spread of the bats all coming out of the city though that was the one moment in the art that I thought was, was was quite a nice moment
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, but hey uh, so yeah, not super stoked on Batwoman uh, right now, not terrible or by any means, just kind of uh, going through the motions I guess uh, next up, Super Sons number 15, uh, Pierre G. and Carlo Barberi on the art. Uh, this is basically Kid Amazo escapes from Luther Corp uh, or Lex Corp and comes after the Super Sons who are hanging out in their underwater base. Uh, mm-hmm. Ends up flooding it. There's some action scenes, there's a banter back and forth, there's a a running gag that people really like these noodles that uh, you get yeah. in Metropolis. <laughs> um, cause, even, uh,
1: even John can't pass them up on it, the way down.
0: John's like, I want to, I want to marry these noodles, as does yeah. the Blexcope employee. So that's the whole running thing. Um, I had fun. I, I, like I say, I think this mm. has uh, been more consistent than Superman. And I think the back and forth yeah. with, Robin and Dave, uh, with Robin and Superboy is all doing great. Um yeah. I think the action in this was really good. I uh, basically them try to like get out as the, the base is flooding and they're swimming mm-hmm. back up to the top. And at first Robin's carrying Superboy because Robin's kinda like knocked out, and then yeah. Robin can't quite swim to the top because you know, they're that far down because the escape pods have been yep. ruined. Uh, so Superboy wakes up and he tries to fly him to the top. Uh, mm-hmm. And the the whole thing is that Kid Amazo basically killed his human host. Like he's becoming yeah, sort of become he burns this this extra thing, and he wants Superboy's body because he can maybe survive longer uh, as it's Kid Amazo. Yeah. And you know, really- I like
1: that. I like that Kid Amazo, the virus is sentient and because of the nanotechnology, it takes the form of that armor. Mm. And so it could literally, like Amazo who would adapt the powers, though Kid Amezo could be anybody at this, you know what I mean? Whoever yeah, bars, and
0: don't... the big thing at the end, the big reveal, is that he's actually captured the Justice League because we keep hearing throughout the issue, uh-huh. oh, they're dealing with that uh, something, an oil rig, and then we end up at an oil rig yeah. at the end, and it turns out that Kid Omezo's trapped the Justice League and he's only siphoned all their power so that he becomes mm-hmm. even more powerful because that's his whole thing. So the next issue is that the Super Sons are going to have to save the Justice League, which is a fun uh, capper on the run. Uh-huh. Um, I- I'm upset that their base is already done though. Like I kind of want, I yeah. like that base.
1: He can be rebuilt, I think. Yeah. They have the technology.
0: A uh, little moment I liked a lot was uh, Damien's doing the weights. He's, he's weightlifting. And yeah. um, John just puts his finger on top of the weights. And now John, and Damien can't lift them anymore.
1: Yeah, and he's at, like, 58, 59. I was like, no, you're not. You just started counting high when John walked in. You know? <laughs>
0: like, Very possibly. Very yeah. possibly. But no, oh, yeah. that was fine. Yeah. That doesn't sound super enthusiastic. We you're not into it as no, much it was a fun
1: read I had much more fun reading this than I did that woman. that's for sure
0: so you know uh, that's fair honestly I think I still enjoyed this more than Superman
1: uh, I put them about the same
0: Oh, uh, I, weird, I like
1: huh? the sentimentality of, of Superman, so that didn't that didn't bother me like it did you.
0: I, I think it was just too much in Superman, whereas this actually had some fun action sequences. All the stuff with the yeah. the swimming through the water and trying to like escape from him underwater. Uh, you know, Robin doing his like you know he's deep blue and sea impression, and like, I, I he go get the breathers, and he's like diving under and try to get the things. Like all, all that stuff was super yeah. fun to me. Uh, so well, that was that was into it. But uh, hey, we got one issue left. Issue sixteen next month is the final issue. So. Uh, we'll see how it wraps up with this two-part story, and we'll see uh, if we get an announcement maybe by then about where the kids are going to end up, because as we said earlier, Tomasi is kind of hinting that he's still doing something with them uh, so we'll move on then to Aquaman number 35 Dan Abner and Robson Roca on the art so it's a different artist actually than what was before the colourist mm-hmm. though seems to be the same because it still kept that style, the colouring
2: it has, but it's yeah. a bit flatter uh,
0: that's fair, that's fair uh, but it was not different, though, because obviously we had that one one shot with the completely different art, uh, which yeah. was notably completely different. Uh, so this felt like it was still more back to the cons- the style that it, it was before. It
2: makes sense. That last issue was, okay, let's focus on someone else. So we've yeah. got a different style for that. I think this is, okay, return to the main story, return to style.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the main trade, King Shark, all the rest of them fighting with the, the, the king's men. Uh, as wrath, because of the power that he's unleashed, uh, transforms into a big monster dude, and uh, Ar- Arthur encounters uh, Mark, and Mark kind of goes, "Yeah, I didn't kill you I intentionally, fate your death, but I was hoping you'd leave." And he's kind of like fighting Arthur, cause it, like, "No, I don't want you to be king again." Until Arthur's like, "I'm not going to be king again." <laughs> like, "There's we got Mira. she's going to be queen?" Yeah.
1: Oh, you're not. Okay, cool. We're, we're on the same side.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's basically how that pretty, went. Pretty much. Nah, uh, no, that was a decent issue. That's not a standout, but it was definitely much better than last month's. Uh, yeah. Holland. I
1: like I like King Shark and Jurok like teaming up because Jirok is the Beast Master of Atlantis, so mm. you put him with the Shark Man. I thought was yeah. cool. Uh, I also like that the the magic mutates. You know, uh, what was his name? Cadaver.
2: I'm I'm kind of not so big on that side of things. It's like, oh well, we need some big things to hit. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what it feels like to me. Whereas before, it was like, okay, no, well, it felt more hard hitting like when there were armies corrupted. that looked at each other, right?
1: Oh yeah, I just mean it in the way that this is why this silent school locked away the magic in the well, right? Because it, you know, not just it doesn't just corrupt; it
2: physically corrupts. Yeah, mm. I, I get it. It's just. Like it's, it's the least interesting part of the whole like run of the story because, as you know, the, the idea that it's kind of this civil war—it's you know okay—it's just people against people. It's very human, and yeah, that that made it feel real to me. That's Whereas fair. here, it's like okay, now it's just a big evil thing to hit.
0: Because uh, when Wrath turns into like a monster, if when it, when I thought it was just his face, I liked it because it was like oh, because he's like oh, you've turned me into one of these. Uh, yeah, it's what, personified. What, what was that. it they called? Call them the uh, the, the, uh, the the mutants essentially. I forget the, the word they use. In it atlantis for yeah. it but
2: they were sea
1: changed and there was yeah, i can't remember the actual yeah. term
0: but yeah he's like oh you made me one of those no don't mean it, it, it was like a racist person becoming part like mixed race yeah. or something like that is it, 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 taint, it, taint, it blood. taint blood that was it, it oh, you made me a taint blood but then he kept transforming and i'm like okay i liked it when it was just like part of it because it was like okay he's becoming what he's like uh biased against whereas mm. this coming a giant monster was like okay so we're gonna have him fed which don't get me wrong i don't hate it because I kind of like Aquaman uh, the most when it's dealing with sea monsters because that's kind of I, yeah. I like the horror underwater aspect of it. I, I agree, but I don't think it fits in this story. I think that's fair. Um, I, I kind of yeah. agree with that. It that's doesn't it. ruin it for me, but it does definitely yeah. not where I was expecting it to to go. It, it
2: takes it takes me. Yeah, like I say, it, it, it could still be pretty good at the end, but it yeah. takes it down a notch of where it could have been.
0: Yeah, I I mean no, nothing in here put me off the the story or the run. Um, it was definitely much better than last month's issue, but it wasn't necessarily as great as a lot of the stuff that it has been building up to the fighting and whatnot. Mm. So, yep. um, but uh, next week we got the presumably everyone teaming up together to take on big horrible wrath and then uh, yep. cadaver and all the rest of it. So, well, yeah, because
1: it, the senators have finally realised he's insane.
0: Yep, and they they've
1: turned on him. He is
0: no longer the senate. Yeah, that's that's when he bursts out the, the door. Actually, so they're about yeah. to tell him, "Oh yeah, we've all like read that you're not going to be king anymore because <laughs> you're nuts." Nope. Uh, so, so no. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this developing. It still feels like it's got a direction, which is nice. Uh, this was, this was yep. mostly just a punchy, punchy issue. So yeah, uh, which hey. So um, that will take us on to the Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman number three. Liam Sharp, mm-hmm. of course, uh, doing the the, the 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 both the art and the the, the script. So um uh how did you feel about this batman wakes up and uh, tearing the dog and he is uh he's he's confused at first but then he realizes oh yeah you pulled me here uh and i'm here to solve the, the murder
1: i love the stuff with the fairies in the pool and yeah. he's like whoever's over we your female like i thought that was funny i
2: i i really like bruce being so confused and kind of being out of yeah. it it's it's different we don't see it very often yeah no. yeah uh and
1: I like his reasoning too, because deep down, he's always looking for the ration. The rational and you know the reasonable
2: yeah because yeah, uh, even even when he's dealing with magic and he kind of says it's like yep. he knows that it's magic it, it defies all it but he still needs to base so, his thought process yeah because
0: it. because what he says is when wonder woman like takes him out and they go you go questioning some people and stuff he's like i have to understand the rules of this place before i can actually be a detective um yep. so he's trying to like understand things and he remembers this thing i used to hear from this old nanny he had about you can see through the magic if you've got a stone that's got like a natural hole in it yeah uh, yeah so yeah because uh, yeah, I, I, I did like the line where he says uh, there's a difference between uh, invisibility and stealth he's like yeah I knew you yeah. were there the whole time because like
1: yeah uh, you just couldn't see him yeah, yeah I like
0: that that was, that was a nice and, touch uh, uh, after to though I wasn't super hot in this issue um, no there's a lot of fill in the gaps Not yeah fill in the gaps, there was but, like, a, lot, a lot of talking that wasn't super exciting yeah it's the catch Batman up to speed issue yep yeah and I'll be honest I was um, kind of zoning out through a lot of the explanations
1: yeah so i I wasn't like uh, I agree that it wasn't as good as the, the previous two but I can tell that that Sharp really loves Irish mythology and is a fan of mythology
2: mm, uh, yeah. even
1: if it, I'm just learning all this new stuff it it's there
2: and I can appreciate that I, I love I've, Batman going through his deductive processing yep like all that stuff is fantastic
1: with with well him him realizing that everything's it's it's a play. Like, they're stuck there forever with each other because we find out that Ternanog has a border. Like, Themaskira, it's this weird paradox where there's no limits to it. Like, the island just goes forever. And as, it's a pretty much know, project. Ha- if you
0: keep walking in one direction, you'll come back to yeah, the side.
1: But, <laughs> but it's it's to keep them there. It's like, it would be cruel to keep the Amazons there like on a prison, right? Because it's not their prison. Versus yeah. here, Noog almost feels like a prison. And what's keeping the two sides there? And they do magic on themselves, you find out, from Kiernanos that, yeah, no, we, we do this. This happens every couple cycles where we fight, we make up, and then we forget and we fight again.
2: Yeah, yeah. and it's just, you know, we've been forgetting so long, we don't even know yep. why we're here anymore. Like did, They don't know if they were sent here as a punishment or if they brought themselves here to lock we'll them away me. for the safety of the, the world. Yeah. Uh, and, all all that stuff the 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 cycle of mythology is, yeah really because
1: everyone true. loved the king that died uh, it was the king of the Fomorians uh, yeah. King Aleta and it doesn't make any sense who would kill him because again they do these fights but no one no one's ever really died from them before
2: yeah yeah and they say uh, they keep doing these raids on the villages but no one's dying it's just the king it's, like, it's all it's all like you say it's all a show
1: right and. I so I like Batman piecing that together, and and Kernanos, you how pronounce it? Uh, he he's like, oh yeah, and then they bring up Balor, who's the you know, the the big evil demon, the all-seeing yeah. eye hmm. of Irish mythology, and they kind of tease him at the end. He's sitting on this throne, kind of reminded me of the of of the, the the Iron Islands in Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, okay, I to
1: see it. You know, which, which funnily enough, George R. R. Martin based off of Ireland itself, you yes. know? Uh, so, you know, it's the fact that they all go into each other and he's sitting there. So you kind of, you think that, you know, because Kerenonov brings up that they've even kind of forgotten what the original monsters look like. That Theon McCool had, had fought and, yep. and here's that hint that, oh no, I think, I think that Balor is
2: coming. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. Because, you know, like he said, uh, Kerenonov says to them, it's like, hey uh it's it's all just oral tradition at this point, which yep. again, yeah, plays into the idea of, especially Irish mythology, uh, which yep. is is mostly or, or oral. And mm-hmm. um, you know, the idea that you know, none of them actually really remember it—it's just these stories and legends and how they've been kind of blown out of proportion. And so, it will be really interesting when we get to to Balor. Like, okay, what can he actually do? Uh, how much of it was exaggerated, or what have they forgotten?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely it definitely will be a coup de gras for sure
3: yeah.
2: when he shows
1: up. I sailed way over Cotter's head.
0: It, it, it really did. It really did. In fact, the only reason why I remember the name that they did at the end was Balor is because of the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason really? why I remember it was out here.
1: so It was great. I remember when he came in, he, he took the name, he, he went from his name, Fergal Devitt, and it became Finn Balor. And Finn, based off of the hero... Finn McCall. Yeah, I mean,
0: Finn also very Irish sounding. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Right. Um,
1: And and then so so it's these two sides at war within himself, and then you look at this story, and it's the two sides: it's the Fomorians and the the yeah. Yeah.
2: And
1: and they're at war
2: with each other, and it's just. Yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's I very appreciate. much the crux of the, the Celtic mythology, yeah. is, the, is the balance between them.
0: Yeah, I have to admit, um, I appreciate your enthusiasm for this, but I was kind of just asleep throughout most of this issue. Um, That's fine. It's I basically, you? like, you can you even can put it to Game of Thrones at one point there, something I also don't like. Um, a lot of this Celtic mythology is getting into magic y stuff, and I just. Don't to, like to be magic fair, I that I don't much. think it's it's mostly not though, It's just the visual design at the
1: yeah, end. That's
0: what I mean. Oh, sure, but even other point though is that it's feeling really magicy, and I don't think that that this feels like someone who's really into this stuff, really putting all these references in, putting these names in. I don't think it's actually making it palpable for someone who knows nothing about any of this stuff. Um,
1: yeah, I, I'll agree there. I just I'm the type of person that once I come across this, yeah, I want to know all about it. Um, it's... Yeah.
0: Well, for, well, for it me it's the opposite for, for me when it comes to this type of subject you have to actively make me engaged in it and it's not really doing that on its own it's just kind of thrown it at me and as a result i'm kind of zoning out and not really taking a lot of it in um so honestly i think i'm just not like, going to read the next three i think i'm just going to leave you guys to cover this because I, I, it's just a taste thing. i'm just not into it um and even at the end when it cut to that last page and we see balor sitting on his throne I didn't feel like we built up to that. I felt like it just... Oh, here's a tease for the villain. Well, I mean, no, but he was referenced a, a couple of times yeah. during the issue. They talked about him. Oh, during the issue, but I just mean the scene before. I didn't really well, feel we like were building up to some, anything. And then they, 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 they also talked
1: about the... Yeah, they also talked about the two... Uh, the the two gods, Danu and... and what was it? Morrigan. Mor- Morgan. Morrigan, yeah. And so... I'm sure they'll they'll show up at some point too. So I just I can appreciate that Sharp's doing this, and it's a passion project yeah.
3: for
0: yeah. him. And, it sounds like something. It. If you're into this stuff, it sounds like you enjoy it. I I feel like the more I get into it, the the more I'm feeling alienated that it's not actually making it palpable for me in any way. It's just not introducing the concepts in neat ways yeah. that actually you know slowly build upon it and build upon it. It's just throwing me into the deep end, and I'm just not taking anything from it. To be fair, I think uh, the first two
2: issues were the deep end. This issue, where Batman's here and we're walking through it, this is the issue where it kind of builds these things up and say, like, "Okay, these are the rules." Like you say, you know, okay, okay time's passes differently here. There's a hard border. Yep. These are, you know, okay, it's like a play. Like you say, you know, all these things are being established in this
0: issue. And uh, if I wasn't falling asleep at them describing it, maybe that'd be cool. But I just don't think he's—he's he's not he's... as good at writing the dialogue as he is drawing the pictures. Is basically what I'm saying.
3: Oh,
1: this this issue, it, I make the corkboard meme, where I, I see a new name and I have to go and research it so I know, um, you know this is why it fits in. And, and not everybody's going to do that. I was re. So I
0: understand where Pete's coming. I, from. I was rereading bubbles because I, I would get to the bottom of the page and realize that I've taken no information in an entire page, and I had to go back and read it again. <laughs> yeah. I I it just like it. Just it was making me just want to sleep, and it was yeah. I I found this such a chore to get through this this time that I think mm-hmm. I'm just out. Uh, uh, but you guys like it you guys can cover the rest no, I'm, of I'm it I'm enjoying it I think I, uh,
2: me and Matt yeah. are very much people that mythology we, we're interested it doesn't matter which mythology it's no. you know, the, the concepts the, the structure know. for me it the does for, for, play for well for when
0: us. you start getting into fairies and you start getting into uh, gods and stuff I'm less interested in that and it's because this is the thing I don't really care about gods at all but when Rucka was doing his stuff in Wonder Woman yeah. It was presented to me in a way that well, was. it's all context. It was. Yeah, yeah. You, know, well, you know,
1: I'm also bringing my love for the Norse mythology into this because the two sides remind me of, of yeah. the Aesir and Vanir. I, even I, I even Just down to the way they're designed. So.
0: I, think, I think it's how you dish the information out. I think it's just a way yeah. to draw someone into the story, and just the way Sharp's doing it, it's not doing it for me at all. That's
1: um, Fair enough.
0: The art's nice, of course, but. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's great. It, it goes without
2: saying. And, mm-hmm. uh, as much as I'm enjoying this, I. I really hope that stuff at the start is true I, I want oh, yeah. a, big,
0: a big proper book yeah a big proper book with someone else doing the words <laughs>
1: well, and that, that puts this, there's three issues left there's three months till July yeah. so he'd be ready to go And
0: all, yeah also he'd gotten ahead in this since he was doing all of it himself I'm sure he was ahead
1: there'd be zero waiting for us yeah. to go to jump you know what yeah. I mean
0: so, so no um, but yeah uh, so that's, uh, that's the last book actually and I think we'll do all the best ofs and stuff before we get to the extra episode 100 yep. portion of the show so as always when we finish the books we, we talk about our favourites of the week, favourite panel slash moment favourite cover, best art and top 5 books of the week so okay, uh, that's clever. what we're going to do uh, so Panel slash moment. And we're we're kind of leaving Action Comics out of this because that has yeah. multiple stories. It's yeah. hard to kind of sort of... And we we picked all of that for itself. Yeah, yeah. so we're just going with the books that we, we talked about today. Uh, so, Connor, best panel slash moment.
2: Oh, God. Um, I think it's got to be the, the page in, in Batman of uh, the, the noose coming down and, and Skeet's kind of, kind of realising too late what's going on. That killed me.
0: Okay,
1: all right. Matt? Yeah, so mine, mine it's more of a page, but it's Booster explaining why he did this just because of the different expressions and it's hard to pick just
2: one. It's the, it's the sequence of it that makes that. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not sure because yeah. huh? my heart says it's something from Mr. Miracle by default because it's been such a heavily picked mm-hmm. book for yeah. us, uh, <laughs> in all previous times. Um, and but there's a lot of great stuff in Batman that, that cannot be denied. I'll, I'll be honest.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised Matt didn't pick something from Superman. Maybe, yeah. you know, when it they're, was... they're ripping open the shirts or something
1: until, so until that it, it was that until I read Batman this morning, um, cause I, I saved it towards Alaska. That's booster. And when he brought up black mercy, uh, I'm just like, oh, all right, well. And then the (laughs) hilarity that ensues that he just ruined Batman's life as a present, it far and away went ahead. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, ultimately, as much as I'm I'm looking through Miracle just now, uh, which was fantastic, I actually think um, I am going to have to also pick something from Batman. I think um, I... I mean, I like the ones you guys picked. I think just to be different, I'm going to say the... uh, uh, Green Lantern, Hal, uh, killing himself with the ring. And, well, it's,
2: it's eerie. A great opening.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's, it's, it's just it's got uh, this super weird. Because you immediately be like, oh, why is he doing this though? What's happening? And then obviously over the course of the book, you find out the idea of Jokers and the idea that Dick is uh, taking superheroes out because they could become Jokerized. And I'm like, okay, all right. So that's what happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, as as much as I love
2: Mister Miracle, because you know, we all do. I don't think it had the standout moments. This issue. It was yeah. it, as a whole. It's fantastic. But Batman had all these moments that you go, yeah. There, yeah there's that.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, next up, best cover of of the week. Uh, Matt, what you got? So this one is
1: from Superman. Uh, it's it's the Superman cover. Makes the logo in the clouds, and then you have the family, charging through. It looks like a wheat field.
2: Yeah, um, that is a, a real nice cover. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, that uh, that ain't bad. I'm actually. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the time to glance at some variants here because <laughs> yeah. i don't see them as easily yep. uh, I, uh... I think i may have to go with the the batman variant actually so jim lee cover who's not necessarily someone i always gravitate towards but i actually i like it because batman's kind of on the roof pointing and superman's flying because obviously all the all the variants this month or a lot of them are superman variants because it's you know, yeah. yeah. the anniversary and action 1000 uh and there is this kind of like Superman's. Batman's pointing and Superman's flying above him. It's a really nice uh, image.
2: Oh, no. It is a nice image. Uh,
0: but yeah, that, that's my pick.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the variant
0: for Aquaman. It's not I bad. I really like yeah.
2: that. Mm-hmm. That
0: one's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Bad. Uh, mm. So cool. Uh, so then you got Best Art of the Week.
2: Oh, my God. What a tough one. This is this is a week where we got Gerard's Sharp. And Daniel, I'll. Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with Daniel. Gerard's is fantastic. Wow! I think because I've not seen Daniel, this is like Daniel's best work in a while as well. And because it it's, it was you know because I expect Gerard to be fantastic, but the fact that Daniel came in and did what he did uh, with all of his moments and his sequential art there.
2: Yeah, Joe, you know I think I'm going to agree, because it's the sequ- I, I expect fantastic action from, from Daniel. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the the subtleties in his sequential storytelling this week really impressed me in a way that he hasn't done very often. So Matt, yeah. what,
0: are you, what are you picking? Yeah,
1: well, so I thought I was going to be the only one that was going to pick Daniel. That's why I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was, oh but your reasons though but he drew booster gold this week so daniel wins
1: you took the words out of my mouth like <laughs> he draws a really nice booster
0: i mean like, sure jared's put booster he, on a t-shirt this week but we had actual booster did. gold in battle i
1: went from having zero booster gold in in rebirth not rebirth uh new 52 to like i don't say too much as no i'm thing, but a lot of, of a little bit of
2: booster in, in new 52
1: yeah, not enough. Like it wasn't until convergence. that No, really... I was there before. That It was with the the with Jonah it, Hex. was the like international, but that got cancelled super quick.
2: Yeah, uh, we had him in the past with Jonah Hex. Yeah, well, who read
0: Jonah Hex beside you? I, I did. I, it Said I, I who beside you?
2: Yeah, but they should have been. <laughs>
0: True. Never. I never. I I read like forty of the new fifty-two books that started, maybe forty-five, and I didn't read Jonah Hex. Me neither. Or All- I, Star- I think it was All Star Western when it started. It was. Actually. It was re- renamed as All Star Western. It was yeah. the exact same team as before. Um, what was it was saying? Uh, aye, so the best starter of the week. Have we picked that. Yes, okay. So, but yeah, top yeah. five books. But top five books of the week. Connor, you first.
2: Oh, God. Um, I, I think I've got to give it to Batman at number one. And Miracle at two. I'm going to give it to Superman three. Brave and the Bold four, and Green Lanterns, five. Cool, Matt.
1: Alright, so my number one also is Batman. My number two is Mr. Miracle. My number three is Superman. My number four is Brave and the Bold. And my number five is... uh, Did I go... Let's go Green Lanterns cool so
0: identical to mine right yeah yeah sounds like it uh that's why i didn't know
1: if i wanted to switch it up or not but i chose not to
0: yeah my top five i'm gonna put batman at number one um i'll have mr miracle at number two uh green lanterns at number three super suns at number four and yeah superman at number
2: five it's a really strong week, though. This is the strongest week we've had in a while. Even, even aside from Action Comics, a thousand. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, the last few weeks, I feel like I've been you know, Yeah, you know, there's there's a couple of good books, but hasn't no, been actually. Good, no, good I, I
0: think Detective and Flash uh, last week were enough to get no, that feeling. That no, that's what feel.
2: I mean. There, there was uh, the last few weeks. There's been a couple of good books here, a couple of good books there, but this was across the board, like a much better week
0: overall. But was it? I mean, look at all these things that you wouldn't have picked for your top five, though. I don't know. I I read eight, I think. Yeah, you, you didn't love Batwoman. You didn't love Justice League. You didn't love uh, Nightwing. You
2: know, yeah, yeah, but I mean, there are two good books. So just, okay, I've got five here that I really like. Whereas oh. last week I'm like, okay, there's two I really like, and then you know, okay, here's a couple here or there. All yeah, right,
0: okay. So Car just miserable all the time. That's uh, we've established that. Um, this week, that's my point. Um. But hey, so yeah, as the topics of the week. Now, normally this would bring us to the end of the show. I'll tell you what's coming next week, though. We'll do that before we mm-hmm. uh, get on to the, the irregular stuff. Uh, coming next week, we have Detective Comics 979, Wonder Woman 45, The Flash 45, Batgirl number 22, Teen Titans 19, The T- the Terrifics sorry, number 3, Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Corps number 43, we got Mira, Queen of Atlantis number 3. Um, I will probably try and catch up and talk about Titans annual number 2, since it's essentially the end of our next run. Uh, that Mm -hmm. may be worth doing Uh, also out next week uh, is The Silence Number 4 and then also out but we will not be covering is Batman Beyond 19, The Demon Hell is Earth Number 6, Hellblazer 21, Just Leave America Number 29, uh, Raven Daughter of Darkness Number 4 and Suicide Squad Number 40 so uh, that's what's coming next week, much more of a normal week next week in terms of the amount we're covering Yes. uh... also coming out in
1: trade is The Golden Age which is James Robinson which is Mm -hmm. almost weird to think but uh, if you guys haven't read that, yeah, I would. The check the,
2: it out. the the JSA story one.
1: Yep, the JSA. Yeah, that, that's
2: that's been on my to read list yeah, cool. for a long time. It's, it's
1: um, very good. I read it last summer, finally, and it's fantastic.
0: And if you buy digital comics, of course, there's a big Superman sale on Comicsology right now, oh. um, along with um, uh, another small sale that's happening as well for the last few days, with some random trades in it. For yeah, reason. you get a
2: code for sixty percent off, but some stuff's already reduced. Like there's some. Rebirth Volume 1's in there, like uh, Supergirl, uh, Superwoman's in there. So it's, 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 really
0: li- cheap. it's literally three books. It's Supergirl, Superwoman, and... Uh, super Sons?
2: I think Super Sons maybe.
0: is in there. It wasn't actually the Superman books, I know that much. It was three super characters, but not Superman himself.
2: Yeah.
0: But uh, regardless, uh, I-, I picked up uh, Justice League of America, Silver Age Volume 1 and 2 for real cheap in there, so there's, there's some stuff to grab uh, so you, you have until the like, uh, end of Monday to, to, to check that stuff out if you want to grab that um, alright, so that wraps up the, the show the regular oh. show and takes us into the, the extra special episode 100 portion so, as episode 100, uh, obviously it's a normal number worth celebrating. We didn't ever celebrate episode 50 because we celebrated episode 52 because we're a DC podcast yeah. and, and 52 is an important number. But what we're going to do for episode 100 is, much like uh, for 52 we did our top 10 characters, our heroic characters. This is going to be our top 10 stories. But before we get to that, we actually have a special message from our, one of our patrons. Uh David, who uh, of course is the one who subjects Connor to uh, the the Mm -hmm. Red Hoods and the Outlaws every month in Connor's Corner, has uh, got a message that he'd like me to read. uh, And he, uh, yeah, so I'll I'll read it. It explains everything in and of itself. Uh, So here we go. Uh, So, my name is David, but you may know me better as the guy who makes Connor read Red Hood. Seeing as my name is at the end of every video, I just wanted to personally congratulate you all on 100 episodes of Comics from the Multiverse. Being able to stick uh, with someone for this long and with us consistently is really an accomplishment. If this were a Marvel-themed podcast, you'd probably be on your 12th all-new number one after eight cancellations. How true that is. How true that is. I'd almost want to do it just for the gimmick. (laughs) Just to play into it. Just,
1: it's not worth it
0: we'll, we'll do, do five marvel episodes then we'll relaunch number one fresh start yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a funny gimmick um i can almost be a segment at the end if I, if someone has a, one marvel book they want to talk about we'll, we'll number that segment and then relaunch it every six months anyway so continuing this statement um i feel the need to especially mention connor who has been forced to th- read through red hood month after month because of me i should probably apologize Anyway, in honour and sorry, honour and recognition of your three-digit milestone, I will be donating an extra $100 for the month of May. Thank you all so much for the entertainment week after week, and I hope your show continues for at least until Connor Kent becomes canon again. Pfft, <laughs> yeah, look forward to that. That uh, And the last little bit here. Oh, and I suppose that extra donation means that I claim a few extra more Connor Connors for the month of May. I guess I'll use this chance to finally get you caught up in your favourite outlaws. You'll still be one issue behind after all is said and done and well I would, would hope that you'll just catch up completely on your own free will. Your, your mic's going Matt. Uh, <laughs> it's not like I can make you do something you don't want to do. Oh wait, that's exactly what I'm doing. Once more congrats and thank you all, David. Wait a bit. are
1: we sure David's not just Pete's alter ego? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like he has that money to throw around. So
1: he wants
0: to So, so for the record, what what has just happened? all along the congratulations, which we thank you, David, for of course. Uh, David's been a big supporter of the show uh, over you know most of the episodes. I don't I don't know how early it was uh, when we launched the Patreon. Basically, he's been yeah. a supporter since then. Um, so, thank you to him. He's been a big supporter. But what's basically just happened throughout that is that for the month of May, Connor's reading the Red Hood four weeks in a row. Yeah. So you're getting weekly No Justice reviews and weekly Red Hood reviews for the month of May Yeah.
2: Matt, Matt, so, did you know about this or
0: is this the I first I did year? not. So that's no, probably. I, I specifically oh. didn't tell him. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hundred
1: dollar donation. Oh, that's so sweet. But I'm hitting Connor in the face.
0: Oh. Yeah. Lots of <laughs> Connors corner for the month of May So, as you said, this will get you up to like one issue behind what the current issue is. So you'll be pretty caught up so that's exciting A scary
2: thought. I, I thought I was excited for May with no
0: justice but <laughs> there's no justice for Connor nope i <sighs> oh that line. anyway so uh, thank you to David once again that is uh, is fantastic uh, and greatly appreciate um, and with that we can get into our special episode 100 uh, top 10 that we have uh, prepared uh, we are doing our top 10 stories DC stories of course of all time I think it's worth mentioning that we all felt very un- unconfident about these lists that are constantly changing, and this is basically just an idea of a snapshot of this. I think maybe yeah. in a couple of years' time, it'll be even easier to do this when we've read more stories, there's more to do, that kind of thing. No, no, no.
2: That makes it harder, because there's more stories to choose between. Yeah. My, my so, problem so was as, I didn't know what to have. It was like, I've got way too many options.
1: So I was reordering as we were going through our best of, Um and I still might reorder right now as we go. So, listen, yeah,
0: this guy, I'm difficult. not confident. Of course, of course. No. Uh, no, what, what I mean by that is, is I feel like there's a lot of stuff from Rebirth that I could have considered, but I decided to just ignore most of it because it's not been enough time. I wanted to just say, oh no, I am only picking classic stuff that I definitely know I love for the most part because um, there's one Rebirth thing that's kind of snuck on there. Um, oh, but, yeah, so, and I wanted to try and spread out the love a little bit. I didn't want it to be mostly one character kind of thing, you know, all, all, all this stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we'll go around Robin. We'll do, you know, we'll each do a number 10 yeah. and we'll, we'll go around in a circle. So I think we'll we'll start with Matt uh, and Man. then we'll go to Connor then me and then we'll, we'll roll through. Uh, so what's your number 10, Matt?
1: So so my number 10 should come as no surprise that I'm going to lead off with this character because it's one that Pete has told me does not exist <laughs> yet through rebirth. We've had some appearances and there's a lot to pull from for Connor Kent, right? He He came up in uh, Death of Superman as the Metropolis Kid. He had his whole short run. But where I really started to, to like the character was in Teen Titans. But this isn't a Teen Titans story. This is his first uh, foray into to a solo book by Jeff Johns and Francis Manapul. It's called The Boy of Steel. It was his triumphant return after the uh, Legion of Three Worlds event that brought him back post-infinite, no, post-final crisis. And it's just, it's wonderful. It's him trying to deal with being half Kent, half Luther, and there's this really great panel of things Superman would do and things Luther would do, and he's trying to balance them. And, and through this, he ends up, you know, making friends with Luther's niece, who has her own set of, of issues. So, it's basically a, a retelling of Superman tropes through Connor, who is a Completely flawed, super family member in his own deals with, with oh, he, oh, he's Luthers flawed. in Smallville. He's absolutely yes. flawed. And again, Francis Manipole, Jeff Johns, I that's a dream team of mine. Anytime they get together, it's it's a good time. Uh, Lemire ended up writing uh, some of those two, uh, and he he took it over at a certain point. But it was a Johns and Manipole run that really, really enters my
2: top ten. All right, cool. Connor, number ten. Uh, so uh my number 10 is robin year one Mm. and this was actually very conflicted with batgirl year one because they pair up really well and they're often collected together so it was a a real tough choice but uh i went with the robin because i think it's it's a simpler story it's much tighter it's only four issues Mm. and it's just a a fantastic look at you know a a young dick grayson and then it's not so much what inspires him to become Robin, but it's just, okay, how does he cope with becoming Robin? How does he deal with it? Hmm. And it's a it's a gorgeous book. The art's fantastic. And it's just, it's it's so
0: tightly paced in its story. My number 10. That was that was a good amount of time there. Matt, Matt waffled on a bit. <laughs> yeah, right. If we all went at that, that lens, we'd be here for another like, Yeah, at least match. at number 10. Let's keep it short. Yeah. Uh, I got you,
1: but let's Connor, because that's the only time he's popping up.
0: No. god damn right it is uh, in fact while we're, while we're on it was my, my classic button there for Matt there you go this
1: is the button I like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't mind
0: it all right, my number ten is actually my one and only uh, rebirth era story because I wanted to represent Wonder Woman, right? And I, I could have went with Ruckus' first run, but that's the stuff that I, I love. Uh, and I went with because uh, I, I, we were talking about this off air at some point about like if we like a whole run, do we just say the run? And we could have done that, but I wanted to try and force a bit of conversation and be specific about like what is your favorite part kind of thing. Uh, so I've actually went with God Watch. Which was the second story uh, set in the past. And the reason for this is because I think this is where the emotional beats for Veronica Kale, the story of her daughter, the fact that she's the one who's kind of like intervenes and stops Wonder Woman from saving Barbara Ann, and that's what kind of leads to her becoming Cheetah. I feel that's where the emotion of the run really hit the hardest in a lot of ways. Um, And it it made the villain sympathetic, it, it made this great tragedy out of Cheetah. Um, and it doesn't have uh, the weakest issue of the run, which is issue eight, which was the, the Barbara and Indiana Jones issue, which no one likes. Um, and if you're not, if you, if this is your first episode, uh, I'm just that's a joke because Matt loves that issue. I actually do like that issue a lot. That was just a pure joke. Um, but nah, that's why I picked that because I think the emotion of it, and obviously the art from Evley was fantastic and uh, mm. great stuff. So. Yeah. There you
2: go. To, to, I, I just say I think it's funny you, know, you mentioned there how okay we're condensing this to just story arcs mm-hmm. rather than entire runs. That for the most part actually made me consider. Uh, I, I was going for. I end up with a lot of standalone stories rather than because I couldn't condense a run because I was like okay what. What I, I that, like, that run specifically yeah. is the the one part that stands above everything else. And
0: because we're only doing ten, whenever it was a run where I could have picked a couple of things, I, I made a point of just saying I'll pick one and not even think, like, you know, no, even yeah. if like technically one should be number two and one should be number six, because I love them both that much. I'm like, no, no, I want more varied things happening. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Matt, what's your number nine? So, my my number nine, it,
1: you bring up the Barbara Ann story, <laughs> and, and it's not, it's not my number nine. So, uh...
0: It's so number one, it, but you're gone.
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> i really love the jeff johns era on green lantern but I had a very hard time picking mm. a specific story mm. and you know up until this morning i had blackest night picked but then i thought there's one standalone story that i keep going back to that no one you know really remembers so i feel like it's this dream that i might have had but i looked it up and it exists and
0: <laughs> he uh, double che- he double checked it existed before he picked i it. double checked it good and
1: it it's uh, I. I I didn't get the name, though, when I double-checked this morning. So You don't have the it, name it, of the your pick. So it's a story, I think it's called uh, The Black Core, right? And it was before they put in these these rules of the Green Lantern Corps that there's different light spectrums, and it involves uh, Guy Gardner going undercover with this new ring that you swallow it, and it only is powered for 24 hours. And he's partnered with this Derlin undercover cop. And they go and they bust up this ring. And they come to find out that Guy's not, you know, he's not subtle enough to be undercover. Surprising, of right? Of
2: course, yeah. I, I remember so he, this not you talking about it. Yeah,
1: so he gets booted and his partner that he was on the team ends up going off with the Derlin. And they're never seen again. Yeah, they, they were
2: like the... the the you know you know how like now we have like you know, the the honor guard yeah. rings uh, you know, yeah it's like that but they, they were like a separate division they were like no we we're the, the hard hitters
0: we're the, the the black ops crew yep i think my, my, my first comment and hearing this I don't, I don't recall was this in the main green lantern title or was this in green lantern core this is in green lantern Not
1: core before Tomasi took over it was uh, written okay. by dave Gibbons. yeah yeah and um.
0: uh because my, my first thought there was like, wait, why is it, how is it a, even a ring if you swallow it? Like, sure, then it's yeah. just a pill. Yeah,
2: I, I don't remember that yeah. part. So, mm-hmm. But it was when you started talking about the, the Durlan part. Yeah. I you know, yep. was like, oh, I, I can't remember this now.
1: Yep. And so basically, you swallowed the ring, and it gave you like this black
0: energy instead of green. And the, yeah, they had a lot of black yeah. suits and stuff for the start. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'll give you credit, man. This is a really specific pick. I'll, I'll give it you is. that. So,
1: and, and I could have gone with Blackest Night, which uh, was really what I had. But. I remembered the story this morning and went, Oh yeah, that was a that was a good one. That oh, was a okay. Sky Gardener, so I got him on my list.
0: All right, uh, Connor, number nine.
2: Yeah, it's number nine. This is actually a, a single issue one shot. This is a it's it's an oversized anniversary issue. This was uh Jonah Hex issue fifty. Uh so the the, the run before mm. the the new before it renamed her to, to All Star West and this was it's still uh you know, Palmyo and Connor and you had uh Darwin Cook doing the art. And it's this fantastic story. It's got it's got this this, this horror. There's a, there's action to it. It's, you know, it's Johnny Hex. This this bounty hunter. It's this this really tough relationship between them and the back and forth, and just the the tragedy of it by the end is is so fantastic. It's it's well worth reading. Just to, you know, because it's just one issue. Mm-hmm. Just go go grab it on Comixology. You you will not regret it.
0: Yeah. Um. Again, really interesting. I almost I'm almost worried all my picks are really boring. got a lot of generic oh, picks. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Um, My number nine is actually Justice, which is a, the Alex Ross painted Jim Krueger story that's kind of this out of continuity, wacky t- tale, ba- based, kind of based on the Silver Age versions of the characters, but it's this big, grandiose thing where the, the, this giant version of the Injustice League kind of plot against all the heroes... Um, but it, every single panel is like a goddamn painting you could put in your wall. It is like utterly beautiful. I mean, it's the Alex Ross way of doing things. Yeah, and it, it has everything. It's the kitchen sink. You got every like all the Justice League members. You got all the injustice League members. You get fights with Cheetah, with uh, with with Grodd, with with Brainiacs. There, all of it. Like it's it, it's the everything approach. It's this great big grand story. Um. And it's one of those things that I read quite early on in my comic reading period, maybe before I actually read a lot of these people individually. You know, I'd maybe read some Batman and Superman, but I hadn't read a mm-hmm. lot of the other characters yet. Um, and when we we revisited it for the monthly uh, a few months ago, um, and uh, I, I found that magic was still there for me. It was kind of this like aura of, like, here here's the... It's almost like the... Like the... What's the way... What's the way how do I put this? It's almost like the like the footnote story you give to just like say this, this is what the DC universe is kind of like. It is. It's it's
2: one of those sort of like a
0: uh, uh, hush is the yeah. This is a, an introductory story.
2: It's like yeah. the greatest hits of okay. Here's a bunch of the villains and you know what they can do. It's something you give to someone that's like okay. You wanna you wanna dip your toes. This is something to wet your appetite.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's big, it's grandiose, it's, it's all these things, uh, full of big concepts, but in a really sort of classical, like, Silver Age superhero sort of way, and I, I, I really like it for that, so that's my number nine. Uh, what's your number eight, Matt? So, my number eight is,
1: as I pull it up, is 52, but more in, uh, specifically, Booster Gold story in 52, because that's the yeah, I mean. That's the story that got me to love Booster Gold and. Uh, It spins out into 52 Pickup, which is another... That's where we learn that he's the greatest hero you've never heard of. So uh, he starts off as a joke and ends up being one of the greatest heroes of all time. It's hard not to love. Uh, I think that one was mostly penned by Jeff Johns. I'm sure other people filled in because it was kind of... Yeah, honestly,
0: they've always been very kind of... Uh, intentionally KG. vague about what, what who wrote what parts of 52 yeah. like it sounds like they did kind of split by character but it sounds like they all kind of like yeah. mixed you the can pie tell,
2: like, a little bit certain points you know it's like okay that
0: feels like this one yeah like the scientist yeah. stuff on the island was mostly morrison i believe but it's mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. to kind of gauge what a lot of it is but um yeah 52 is like an epic like once in a lifetime it thing. it is yeah yeah i, I never read this. pickup but Fifty-two itself is is
2: a whole oh. thing that is well worth reading for the experience. If nothing else, this yeah. is such a, a an experiment in storytelling to have one giant series, you know, fifty-two issues telling yeah. quite a lot of stories. At once.
0: It, it did so well that they had an arc series after that. That both did really bad, Like a big comparison, Countdown and Trinity, which were just kind of yeah. weak. Big comparison. Well,
1: Countdown, yeah, Countdown, Trinity was bad. Uh, but they did the alternating one, Generation Lost, and brightest day.
0: And I thought that oh, was yeah, not the yeah, quality. D2, yeah, they were they were decent. I like yeah, I like but well enough. Yeah, I never read yeah. international, but I, I did like uh, or Generation Lost, that was called. Um, yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, so what's your number eight? Eight. Connor? Yeah,
2: eight. This is my rebirth representation. Oh God, it's, it's it's also Wonder Woman, but I, I actually went with Year One. Yeah, that, that first, story, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's Nicholas Scott's art that puts it over the edge. Diana's discovery yeah, that, of interacting mm-hmm. with everything for the first time—it's just so good. And, and of course, that includes the issue eight of
0: you know. Right, <laughs> someone brought it up before Matt. Did. Jesus, uh, that,
2: that, that's the thing. Like, I, 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 really do love it, and there you know, I wanted some Wonder Woman representation, but I can't in good conscience put it any higher than eight. Yet. That's very yeah. That's give, give yeah you, you
0: want time to let it simmer in the history of the comics and kind of really think about it and reread it at some point and all the rest of it. Uh, my number eight is a is a biggie. Uh, identity Crisis is my number eight. Matt brought it up earlier, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably my favourite crisis, I think, and I I, I think that's yeah? because even though it's not a crisis crisis because it's not you know multiversal oh, it is, though. things, yeah, but it's a crisis in the traditional yeah. sense of the word. Maybe uh-huh. not the the, the DC. Sense of the word, but in the, the traditional sense of the word. Most use of the word. Yeah, um, and I love it because it, it deals with again. what We said we were hitting that in Justice League recently with this this morality question and this discovery that some of the league members had done this awful thing for for good reasons. But you know, when Batman and you know Wally discover what they did, and they're not happy about it, and it, like it becomes this mm. thing, and even just the sense that in the opening pages, it makes you really care about Ralph Dimney and Sue Dimney and then by the end of the issue you're heartbroken and it's like damn yep. <laughs> like and you know it's the idea of someone killing going around killing superheroes and people related to superheroes um it's just it's a it's such a such a question of two
1: benefits yeah always rings always rings you get to the end of i think that was the fifth issue
0: yeah, in, and I, I think uh, it was also the first time that they really, I, I'd really been sold that Deathstroke was a badass because Deathstroke yeah. like, takes on the league and kind of like survives and wins. Yeah, Meltzer. Um, so, yeah, yeah Meltzer's great. At. Yeah, he's a yeah. good writer. Absolutely. Uh, what's your number seven, uh, Matt? So
1: my number seven is from the Jeff Johns run of The Flash, and it's Blitz, which gives us Zoom.
0: Well, Ooh. I'm just going to jump in because my number seven is also Blitz from The Flash. So... <laughs> Uh, I, I I had a debate with myself if it was going to be Blitz oh. or Rogue War, but yep,
1: I couldn't pick.
0: Yeah, uh, I also like Wonderland. Wonderland's
1: a great because that was his first one, and it's a great introduction. Yeah, to, to but Blush. but Blitz is the one that where you're just like, oh, here's my heart. You ripped it out. Just well, like, yeah, because no they, cause they no think
0: wrong not wrong. only does it really get to the, the zoom stuff, the the the, uh, the 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 Zolom and Zolom and stuff, but. that's that's, that's the arc where he tries to murder Wally's pregnant wife because he believes that Wally needs a tragedy akin to Barry's to be a better Flash. So you've got this race to try and stop this from happening it's gut-wrenching, it's heartbreaking, it's all Mm -hmm. these things. Uh, And I think that's ultimately why it's probably the standout arc of the entire thing. Although, honestly, his entire Flash run reads like one big continued story. It does. Because Rogue uh, War kind of caps off a lot of this stuff and brings it back. So... There's a reason to, to bring that one up as well, but... There, there are a few runs in history that I
2: like. Like, you know, I said I wanted some Wonder Woman representation. Mm, yeah. uh, my, my first thought is I, I really love the, the Azarella Wonder Woman run from Fifty Two. I think that is a yeah. fantastic story, but that doesn't even have arcs. It, that no. is just one story, and I, it, I, I felt like I each was... Other. When we
0: get to Honorable Mentions, there's a couple of things that I wanted to pick from something, but I said, nah, I kind of love it as a whole run, not necessarily the stories in the, on, the, on their own, but nah. So I just jumped in, because we might as well talk about at the same time, since it's the same number. Oh, uh, but, because the,
1: the Scott Collins art there too. It's very unnerving, because so Zoom, yeah. Zoom might be the most
0: unnerving of and, all these villains. And Zoom's about to really pop back up, so we're, it's exciting times. Yeah. Uh, Connor, what's your number 7? My number seven is actually a uh, Green
2: Arrow Quiver by by Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a fan. It's, it's like ten issues. It's so much dialogue. There's like twenty issues worth of dialogue, but it reads so easily. It's so smooth. It's this. This is it's. It's really impressive because the, the the whole idea is okay. So Oliver Queen is back from the dead, but he doesn't realize that he's been dead. He just kind of is is there right and it's he, he has no memory of the last few years of before he died as well so he has no memory of certain events that he did uh, you know like and so it's really delving into the okay who is Oliver queen at his core what, what's his what is his identity and it's a really uh, unique way of, of bringing someone back from the dead uh, and it's got lots and lots of snappy dialogue which could be a complaint for some i know that is the is the most yeah. common complaint for it but it reads so well it's it's a joy to read it also
1: made Catman a joke. So then Gail Simone went, oh, you think Catman's a joke? Was <laughs> yeah, that yeah, in this yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, you think he's a joke? Here, I want to make him super cool. Yeah. yeah,
2: and yeah. Also six, introduced, six. Uh, introduced Mia. Uh, so yeah, yeah. A, a big element there going on.
0: Mm. Cool. Um, mm. Matt, we're back around right to you because I already talked about Matt. So, so
1: yeah, we're back around to me. My, mine also is a green arrow. Uh, number six, uh, this uh, is. Yeah, number six. Yeah, yeah. so following up, Connor's. Uh, I had a struggle here because I wanted Green Arrow to be represented.
3: Mm-hmm. And I was
1: like, did I do I go with Lemire and do the Outsider War? That really just hit with Sordine art?" Yeah. But the one story that really made me like Green Arrow was Green Arrow Year One by Andy Diggle and Jock. Um, it's just, it's a fantastic telling of, of Oliver Queen's origin. And it really hits the broad strokes of why he's a terrible person until he gets to the island. And then how the island changes him for the better and I, you could tell that it informed a lot of Arrow just they stopped at the good stuff and then kept going and doing bad things so <laughs> you know I got really excited for that because of my love for this one and yeah, yeah John Stark too. oh
0: yeah was it great it's why actually I don't have a green arrow thing on my, my list I actually the one that was sort of close to maybe making it that I considered was not one that's been mentioned I'll save it though for doing honorable mentions yep uh but uh, no, my, uh, so actually, no, Connor's number six. Actually, Connor. For sure. Yeah,
2: yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt might, you know, punch me for this being slightly too low. <laughs> but this is a Superman birthright. Ooh.
1: I'm coming for you
2: right now. <laughs> Which is, uh, in my opinion, the best of the origin stories. Mm-hmm. There's, you know,
0: lots of them. Yeah, uh, and a pool of really good, good. Yeah, and a pull of really good origin stories for Superman. Yeah, there's a this, lot. Of... This
2: one still manages to stand out. Above Mark Wade
1: understands Superman. He
2: that's does, just it.
1: Uh, you know.
2: And uh, of course, you you even had the you know that that speech that was in the the Man of Steel trailer, uh, you yeah. know, it, it, is from this,
1: which is all they take from it. So, you know, yeah, no.
2: But I, I remember when that came out, and they they promised like, oh, that's the that's part of the inspiration yeah. for for that movie, and you get excited. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> no, never mind about. That. But you know, but uh, this is yeah, you know, where where it is there, and it's just it understands not just Superman but Clark Kent. And, you know, this this journey of discovery of, of who he is and who he's going to be. He's
1: not even Superman in it until, like, Quite issue likely. four.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. So It's, it's just, it's, it is like, it's this self-reflective journey of who he is and who he wants to be in the future and how he's going to do that. And it's just fantastic.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be more come. Um, yeah, I've got, I'll, I'm
2: sure it'll come uh, up
0: again. So my number six is uh, Batman the Long Halloween Uh i yep. figured it would show up at some point yeah, yeah that, this is like you know this is you know i i kind of it's not really year two because all the villains have been introduced but mm-hmm. it does kind of feel like when i hand people books and say oh i want to get a batman comics i'll get a year one start with that and then go to long halloween and dark victory and long halloween is this you know is this murder mystery it is it, uh, it's, it's perfectly timed as well because you know comics come out once a month every issue set a different holiday that happens to that coincide uh, with that, that month. month yeah It's so good. You get so many villains in it. You have building up of various characters. The Falcones, the, you know, Harvey Dent, of course. This is really, like, the the best version of his origin as Two-Face. That is that Mm -hmm. story. Uh, Dark Knight took a lot from it for, you know, their Harvey Dent. Um, Great, great stuff. Um... And it's this tragedy of like trying to like him like, trying to change the city and then Gotham corrupting him and the idea that, And the core of the story as well. Me and Cora talked about this when we did it in the monthlies. Yeah. Uh, the idea that this is the the old Gotham t- still try to survive as the new villains of Gotham. So the mob bosses and stuff are trying yeah. to like stick around and be relevant, but it's the crazy jokers and your scarecrows and your poison ivies and your cobble pots. Mm-hmm. It's the wacky, larger and life villains that are taking over. Yeah. It's that transition. It's, it's, it's looking
2: at all these these the flashy new kids on the block and how yeah. they're they're
0: overtaking mm-hmm. the the old
2: traditional parents essentially, and, and they try and, to maintain the, the, the struggle for relevance.
0: And it just goes down in flames. And Harvey then also becomes one of these characters, and it's just the whole yeah. thing's fantastic. So uh, that's your that's Long Halloween, sorry. Uh, and Dark Victory is mm-hmm. also fantastic. It's a fantastic sequel. Yeah. You, I, still, I still uh, have to read that one. Yeah. Long,
1: Long Halloween was one I put off for a while, and it was in danger of being overhyped. But it's not because, mm. you yeah. know, I, I actually took my time reading that one. I didn't yeah. want to work uh,
0: through it. Yeah, Dark, Dark Victory is also fantastic. And I'd argue that Long Halloween is the better book overall, but I think Dark Victory may actually have the better murder mystery element. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Check it out. What's your number five, Matt? So, my number five is a crisis, but it's infinite. Uh, this was.
1: Uh, I'm a continuity wonk, wonk, and it's because of this book. This is the one that made me go back and realize that Jeff Johns. Just loves pulling on threads and then telling stories about that one thread and then stitching back that sweater. So it had everything uh, from Golden Age Superman and Superboy Prime. It gave us one of the best villains there because it's not that he's powerful. It's that he's a one little brat, and that's why you want to strangle him. Uh, And it also gave us the death of of one of my favorites, of of Connor Kent. Uh, And I totally did not cry there at the end of that at all. No,
0: so uh, you're a man. Also, you wouldn't do that. No. Can't cry for something and, that never existed.
1: Yeah, true. But it's just a great story on how it deals with continuity, and it gave us basically what we have now going forward with the fifty-two Earths and the you know the Green Lantern stuff going forward. You know, it was a nice jumping-off point for all of that.
2: Yeah. Uh... Carlos, number number five. Yeah, my number five is, is also the, the long Halloween. So you know, Oh, there you
0: go. <laughs> Start
2: doing that. I, I, the other thing you didn't mention really is, is Loeb's art is incredible, and you know, the the way he draws the eye in has a, the flow to his pages is just something
0: spectacular. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's, he's not an artist who had worked on a lot of regular books, but for his own like individual thing that's separate. Yeah. With, with his style to shine, is he's, where he also excels.
2: draws one of the best capes ever yes character. he does there experience. are very few people who can rival uh batman's cape drawn by lobe hmm.
0: cool uh my number five is superman brainiac by jeff johns and gary frank um you know when i was like oh, I, I need some superman representation what's my favorite you know what's my superman story i'm looking through them and i'm like oh, what really struck a chord like i mean obviously it was, it was all the origins but i almost ruled out the origin stories because i'm like i kind of like all of them they're all good and like yeah, yeah, I may have a favourite between them, but they all kind of like jumble in my mind together. You've got you're up for All Seasons along with Birthright, and then you've also got Secret Origin. I like them all. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, I love Brainiac. I love what it does to Brainiac himself, makes him intimidating. I mean, the fact that the Krypton show is like taking these look, you know, verbatim from that, that series, yeah. uh, just the feeling of this build up, uh, to obviously the tragedy in that story, because that's, you know, in the comics, at least post crisis, Superman's father, uh, Jonathan, didn't die young. Uh, he, yeah. he was still around for a long time. And this was oh. the story of him actually passing away uh, in present day at the time. So uh, all that great stuff. Uh, obviously, Gary Frank, great art. Love it. It's, uh, no, it's, it's
2: fantastic. Yeah. Although it, it says a lot it's not even my favourite part of, of that run.
0: That's yeah. right. I, You'll be happy to know, Connor, that I actually bought that entire run in the Superman sale. Oh, did uh, you?
2: Good job.
0: Because oh, And I, I bought that. it in singles because I already had uh, Last Son in singles. And there's a couple of issues that are missed from the trade. so I thought, you know what, I'll just yeah. buy it on singles. I'll just buy the whole thing in singles, and cool. there you go. So uh, I'll be reading Superman: Legion of Superheroes at some point, uh, and they're not too distant in the future, I imagine. Uh, I'm, I'm tempted to go back and buy the, crypt- the new Krypton trade as well, just so I can keep going. But reading, why not? Through that run, yeah. Why not? So hey, uh, that's, that's my number five. Uh, Matt, what's your number four? So so
1: this proving that my list is uh, living creature it's changed just since we started <laughs> uh I, I i swapped out the batman stories because this is where my batman to, entry to, comes to be in. fair
2: i sometimes yeah. do this as well when we do lists but you can change as long as it's above what you're up to you can still change yep. it yeah so you know my well
1: my top three wasn't going to be touched you know those are those are but uh, i had to put a batman entry on we all know my my mm-hmm. history with batman right and i had resurrection of Ra's al Ghul. Uh, which is my favorite of the Morrison stuff.
0: That's a show, you know Joe. I feel that's a unique. I feel like no one ever picks that as a favorite. But go on. Yeah, it's
1: well, it's globe trotting. It's you know they go all around. It was a true crossover that crossed over to the four main Batman books at the time. You know, so it wasn't just Batman. But yeah, it, it's a weird one. I like it. But there's one Batman story that's affected me to this day, and I always bring it up when I talk about favorite Batman stories. But it's called Absolute Terror and it's basically the inmates at Arkham tell Scarecrow that you're nothing without your fear gas. Like, yeah, you say you understand fear, but you use the gas, so you're just as gimmicky as any of these other guys. So he breaks out and essentially becomes a terrorist, starts killing random people all over Gotham, and because they're used to the gimmicks of the Joker and Two-Face, they're not used to this randomization of it. And he ends up being able to hold the city in the palm of his hands and Batman can't do anything about it because Batman's so used to fighting the gimmicks and these big shows that he has a hard time finding this one. I love then. how
0: even for his Batman pick, he somehow it's goes, kind of obscure, He goes he? deep cut so that we don't know what it is. is it, was this like a run in the regular issues? Was this a? It,
1: yeah. I, I want to say all I can find is called absolute terror. I, w- I want to say it was in detective comics, but it okay. could have been, you know, adventures of Batman, whatever one of the smaller books. Uh, I remember it coming around around the time that Dini was doing Detective. I so. just
2: looked at uh, Detective 835 and 836. Ah, it's two-parter,
1: okay. Yep.
2: Yeah. And who who wrote this one, since you haven't looked up? Uh, hang on, let me just find yep. that. Uh, right, uh, John Rosen. Okay. I love
0: that Matt's making picks where he doesn't even know who the writer was off the yeah. top of his uh, head. Um, <laughs> it, it just
1: it, it affected me because it was this you know what if it sounds interesting talking... after it, it, it. does it sounds...
2: I, it's something that i'm definitely gonna check out at some point now yeah well, because i'm not familiar with this This is obviously not gone down in the the greats so, you know it's not particularly no. remembered mm. it was a
1: nice little two you know i want to say maybe it came out post one year later we just got off of the great white story that wasn't that great and yeah. this came
2: out o- august oh okay. seven this one yeah so cool uh carl what's your number five or four wrong four Oh, hang on, let me get back to my list. Uh, oh, so my number four is one that has already been mentioned. This is Green Arrow Year One. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Pretty much everything. Yeah, Matt was talking about. It's so tight as its story. It's it's like okay, no, this this is how you do an origin. Uh, I, I'm a sucker for good origins. What can I say? This, this is um, my hmm. third year one on here. That yeah, is, I, I, I love them. Uh, but <laughs> you know, this is just it's so different to, to other year ones. I think it, it does its own thing. It's like, know, okay, you, you're familiar with the story of Oliver Queen, but let's shake it up. Mm. It gives it a hard edge and does the, the gritty thing without yeah. it feeling cheap. And just you know, for the sake of it, it feels, uh, this is exactly what should happen to a shipwreck survivor. You know, okay. You know, this is, this is where you go down those routes. The, the way that
1: he makes the bow with just refuse from, yeah. from the shipwreck. And, uh, you know, Plus, you're China White as a villain in the Syndicate. No, and
2: and yeah, you know, it's it's something long-time listeners of this will be familiar. We we went and had an in-depth discussion on that one week five a long time ago. I think, yeah. I think Matt missed that week actually though. I did miss yeah, that he week. He was
0: gone. Yeah, yeah, but
2: yeah, it's great stuff.
0: So my number four is Batgirl Year One, which uh, Connor kinda brought up tangentially earlier on. Um, uh, I love that. This is this is the Barbara Gordon origin. This is her fighting goofy villains. It's very bright and pulpy. Uh, it's got the whole idea that she's like forcing this and doing it herself against Batman's will and Batman tries to talk her out of it, all that stuff I love it, um, and she fights great villains such as the Condiment King uh, basically the Kite Man of yesteryear, <laughs> essentially yeah. Um, yeah, I think Quilt Man might have been one of the ones in there as well Like just a lot of stuff like that, and it was very much her makeshift, I'm doing this on my own because I want to and then kind of Batman having to accept that he can't stop her, and then because he accepts or chooses to reveal who he is to her, and uh, you know, even just the fun stuff with Dick having a crush on her and everything else, uh, it, it is great. The this is probably the light, the, the most lighthearted on my top ten. But it just it it, it fits into that so perfectly, and it's so fun. That mm-hmm. um, it just—it's one of those it things is. where this was a print because this was back when i was still buying physical and i happened to mm-hmm. find a trade of it and i was like so you know ecstatic about it cuz oh man this was like cuz ordering it online was like you know 10 times a the pain. cover price yeah. Uh, yeah so i found it for like you know cover price in a in a store and i was like oh man yes and i you know i, I immediately read it and um, it lived up cuz it, it's worth mentioning people were probably thinking i was going to be some stephanie brown on here and there isn't because yeah. I, I looked at a run and went Is there like one story in there that i want to pick out you know yeah, there was
1: one uh- I was gonna put in honorable mentions, but it was gonna be where she babysits
0: Damien. The Damien, yeah, that was, that's an obvious one. But I was looking mm-hmm. at the arcs, and I was like, is there one specifically that stands out, or is it just the run as a whole? And it was the run as a whole, and I think Batgirl, year one one's the Batgirl story that sort of stands as a sort of standalone thing. Oh, um, no, I, I agree. Like even the fact that you know it, it was
2: either or with that one mm-hmm. Robin for me at number ten. Even being at number ten, or, you know, so it's essentially eleven is
0: you know yeah. really high praise. So, no, I fully recommend checking out Batgirl Year One uh, by Chuck Dixon. Uh, so, Matt, what's your number three?
1: So, my number three is my entry from Legion of Superheroes here. But it's not a Legion story. It's a Justice League of America and JSA crossover called The Lightning Saga. And not just for the reasons that, you know, it reintroduced the Legion of Superheroes proper to the DCU, uh, which had been wiped out from Burns Man of Steel. Where they had never existed. But it also gave us the return of Wally West, who had been, you know, missing for a year. Like it doesn't seem like a big deal now, after we were missing him for a long time. <laughs> but uh, basically the story surrounds it is the Justice League of America, just Society get together, start pulling at these threads of who this new Starman is. And it involves the just or the Legion Superheroes being lost in time. And, you know, uh, they end up activating these lightning rods while he comes back, they defeat the bad guys. But I'll never forget where I was and the circumstances when I read that issue where he comes back. And for that reason, it's my number three.
0: Cool. Yeah, it's fine. I've not read all of the GSA run yet. I, and yeah. I love what I have read of it so far. I assume yeah. when I do finish it and when it's all said and done, there'll probably yeah. be stories in there that I would pick yeah. for this. Yes. Uh, well, this this was
1: both of the relaunch of, that came after Infinite Crisis.
0: Mm. So
1: uh, Meltzer was writing Justice League of America... John's was writing Justice Society. And so the fact that they put, basically, this was a backdoor to his action run because that's what it ended up leading to. Uh,
2: so. it's, uh, it's really hard for me. I, I haven't got a JSA story as much. As I, it's, it's one of my all-time favorite runs, but it's yeah. just, I don't know where to choose an arc for it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Just, so, you know, uh, which number three,
2: Connor? Uh, my number three is Lex Luthor, Man of Steel. Sometimes called just Luthor now, I believe. Yeah. Uh, this is the the Brian Azarello and the
0: bemeo Oh yeah, I, I know that just
2: as Luther. Yeah, I've never
0: heard it called. Yeah, or yeah. It was, originally, it was, was Lex
2: it? Luther Man of Steel. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah. But uh, this is you know this is a, a Lex story as as the the name suggests, yep. and this is the what, insight of... man.
0: That's that's why we have him in the show for that insight. Look, screw you. He's he's portrayed as
1: a superhero in this one. He is. He
0: this is... is this is Lex Luther as the the
2: hero of his own story. Yeah, uh, this is w- one of the the defining stories for Lex, and it's yeah you know, one of those reasons why he is in my my favorite villains of all time. Not not just comics of DC, just in general.
3: Yep.
2: It's it's the way he is he is so human, the way he fights for, for what he thinks is right, and you know, it's all of his viewpoints are so twisted that they make sense in his own head. Everything in this book makes yep. sense when you're reading it. You're kind of on hmm. his side, even though you know you shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, yep. Lex Luthor's so better than Darth Vader. I agree with that statement. Well,
1: Lex, you know what they do cool with this story is Superman is just he's shown as a presence. Yeah. You never actually get to know the man mm. of it because yeah. it's just from Luthor's perspective, and he's this threat that just hovers outside the window. And it's yeah, it's really good.
0: It's on the to read list. I'll get to it some. I don't know why I haven't read it. Yeah, if, if you read uh, obviously, uh, I, read the, the Joker, yeah. Yeah. I read Joker. Yeah, I have read Joker. I never got to read I myself.
1: haven't read, but I've have read uh,
0: because. Uh, obviously now they're often collected together, but when I had the like, guy, I, I just had the Joker hardcover back. Yeah, back I,
2: when. I, I've got the, I have the Joker hardcover, and then I have Luther on Comixology. We got in a yeah, a serial they, one because they, they
0: put them together for the absolute.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but no, it sounds great. Uh, I don't know why I've still not got around to it. It's the sort of thing where maybe. It's not in the Superman sale, unfortunately, but you know maybe next time it's on sale I'll probably grab it because uh, because <laughs> that's what I need more backlog. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's just an ever-growing list. Yes, it, right? it really is. Uh, but hey, that's good. Um, so uh, my number three, uh, we're going back to Batman, uh, but it's a different kind of Batman because this is Batman the Black Mirror by Scott Snyder, uh, which still, for my money, is Scott Snyder's best Batman story. Uh, this is this is yeah. Dick Grayson as Batman. This is James Gordon Jr., uh, who is a serial killer, coming back. It is a full-on horror serial killer Batman comic, and it is gorgeous. Uh, it's just stunning. Yeah.
2: It, no, it really is. It's uh, fantastic. You've got you know a uh, jock on on the eye. You got Frank yeah. Avila in there as well at points. So. The,
0: it's it's the those scenes of like James Gordon coming after his sister. Who remember at this time is Oracle and is in the wheelchair. Uh, there, there is one moment mm-hmm. that will never leave my mind. Yeah, it's it's yeah. absolutely fantastic, and uh, he's done other good stuff, of course. I've had some criticisms of his later stuff, but as good as maybe Court of Owls and uh, Death of the Family, you know, are as good as maybe some of his other stuff are, this is still my favorite Scott Snyder story, bar none.
2: That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I go back and forth between that and Court of Owls. Court of Owls, I, I love what he did with the mythology uh, for, for Batman and, and really expanded out. Whereas you know, Black Mirror is a much more personal story, and the horror of it is just fantastic.
0: Yeah, brilliant. So, uh, it, it, if you
1: look behind me, it's the one Batman thing I have. In,
0: that's in true. Book. I can see it. I can see it over uh, something there. Yeah. Uh, now, what's your number two? So, my
1: number two might come as a surprise because it's not number one, but it's Birthright by Mark Wade, uh, Lionel Francis Yu. It's one of my favorite Superman stories. Definitely my favorite origin. What you know, Connor was hinting at. Uh, but that's one of my favorite Superman moments, where he's deciding to become Superman, and Pa Kent is just like, "No, I, you can't do this." And so they end up having a heart to heart. He's like, "No, see, you'll always be my little boy. Like no matter what powers you have, no matter what you do, good you do in this world, you are still the the little guy that I found in the cornfield, and I don't want anything to happen to you." And it's like the realest moment, you know, that I've ever seen Pa Kent have. So, when we get a moment in Man of Steel and it's the complete and total opposite...
2: The, the worst part of that age. is it, it, it tries to play the same moment but misses yep. the mark entirely. Exactly.
1: So, and it's just, again... So does Wade way to understand Superman on a completely different level. Uh, you know, because I, it is a Clark Kent story.
0: I almost want to jump and say, hey, hey let's just jump back to the, the well of making fun of Snyder's Superman. But then again, would it be an episode of this show, would we not be celebrating the history of this podcast without making a dig at Zack Snyder's Superman? Or me saying that Star Wars is shit. I mean, I don't know. Like Those things are just... They're, they're, yeah
2: they're part of- or, or, or just the fact that there was that time you forgot who Starfire was. Uh, worth
0: mentioning. It's worth mentioning this one last time, sure. That's X100. It, we'll oh, one last time. I make no promises no. about that.
1: Uh, every time we talk about Odyssey, I'm going to bring it up. I'm just warning you. You know, you know what, Matt?
0: Oh. I was willing to retire all the Connor Kent jokes. I was willing the to... You, part of a new yeah, era. I, a, a fresh start, if you will. Uh, starting with 101.
2: Look, all I'm saying is, you know earlier how you know, Matt was saying, you know, Cedric totally listens to this. So, you, know, the, mm. you know The the, the cruiser and, and, and the Starfire stuff is just for <laughs> us. Yeah, there's definitely he's gone. You know what? I should, I should I should pass it along. Let's let's get a joke in there about you know someone not recognizing her
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll know for sure if that's what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, Uh you whatever know whatever yeah. Is there could be something by accident where someone just says who's that because they don't know who it is anyway? Is it like they've never met? I'm her. taking
2: that as confirmation.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Confirmation uh, yeah, like bias like is what that's called. Full on uh, confirmation anyways. bias. I'm taking it anyway. Yeah. Anyways, also from Birthright, we
1: got that the S stands for hope, yeah. and that that's something that has endured since.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even on I Supergirl hope. TV show, that that came up it means hope. Uh, that's probably probably its its biggest legacy because obviously
2: mm. it's not continuity that version anymore. No, it's the secret origin. Right, uh, yeah. sort of. So,
0: weird, because New Fifty Two yeah. kind of mucked it all we've, up. We've but...
2: got something at the minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the the S for hope is the legacy of that book essentially. Yep, for
0: sure. Cara, Ka- Ka- what's your number two?
2: Uh, my number two is okay. So you know, one last Batman story on here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This is Arkham Asylum, Serious House on Serious Earth. This is a beautifully drawn, painted horror going through the through Arkham Asylum with the, the villains and this this journey through the psyche of of these people and it's so you know it, it is genuinely it's, it's a full it's a horror story this this book the the way it treats these you one know, the they're they're almost sympathetic in like they they're so messed up that you kind of feel bad for them with yeah they they obsessive with their their gimmicks they they're not just gimmicks they're compulsions they are you know, genuinely mentally unstable why they're in arkham asylum and it it just has this amazing surreal quality with the art that, that just sells it all
0: mhm all right my number 2 is blackest night um, oh, look at that! Yeah, no, I, it was funny because I'm looking at the you know, Green Lantern. You know, something probably like, Blackest Night is probably my favourite event. Uh, Right now, Uh, I mean, it could be topped if we count Doomsday Clock. You know, I mean, I don't know if you would, would, but if you do, maybe that will be the end of it. I think
2: it's worth noting. I I didn't even consider something like Watchmen for this. Joe,
0: I thought about it Uh, because I was like, well, technically, Doomsday Clock kind of makes it more entwined with the DCU, but it was never originally a DC story, and I I left. I just decided to not include it for that reason. Uh,
2: Yeah, same as as much as it's, yeah, it's a DC book, and yeah, it's kind of being played with at the minute. I thought, no,
0: it's too easy. Um hmm. um but no so Blackest Night uh, it was the culmination of so much of everything Johns was building up in Green Lantern um it played with uh, all the different core colors and uh, 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 probably at its best before it started to feel like it'd been mm-hmm. overused um it was uplifting it was it was like a good horror comic it put in parts it really felt yeah. like it was affecting everyone um it dealt with the fact that se- several characters were believed to be dead at the time you know It was steeped in this weird thing where both Barry and Hal had come back by this point, and they were both kind of like talking about it. There was all these elements to it. Uh, Gorgeous art as well uh, throughout. So, um, no, Blackest Night, as of now, is my (coughs) favourite event Uh, until until taken down by something else, should it happen. But no. Uh, What's your number one, Matt? So, my number one is a
1: story that was written by Alan Moore with art by Dave Gibbons. Yeah.
0: That's so it was troll. weird that
1: you guys brought up Watchmen. Well, yeah. But uh, also came out in 1985. So that's weird. Uh, now, this is Superman for the man who has everything. I'm the Superman annual number one. I <clears throat> choked up just talking about it. But no, this is the Black Mercy. You know. Re- relevant of week.
0: From. Yeah, relevant. It yeah. is.
1: That's why I started laughing maniacally when I got to that in, in <laughs> Batman. But... So, just the, the way that it works with the Superman on Krypton and his family and him realizing that this all has to go away and the final goodbye to his son and ultimately the Mongol burn is just so good. <coughs> oh, sorry, guys.
0: He's actually getting choked up. He's crying. He's crying on the show. Is. Oh. And he's unmuted himself. He thought he muted himself and then he unmuted himself. <laughs> oh, man. He's crying.
3: Oh, man. No, man. Like,
1: hey, that's what's on my
0: throat. we wow, have a violin here for this. Matt, Matt is yeah, getting emotional.
1: Geez. 100th <laughs> last if my body has anything to say about it. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, watch us, they... <laughs> Watch as they laugh as I'm choking to death.
2: This is great. Joy, Joy is really funny. I, I, I've got some music on the background. I think it's it's a it's a Thomas Newman piece, I think, that's going on oh, in the minute. Oh, it's sad some, piano this music. really just a sad piano oh. and strings playing as Matt's telling this story. And choke <laughs> choking up. It's, it's just... Right, oh, it's all all right. making a moment. I think
1: I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Mongol Burn. That's one of my favorite Superman moments of all time. Because he's <laughs> supposed to be better than that. But this man just took an entire life away. And... You know, all all for nothing. And Then also we get the the end where Wonder Woman, Batman, and Robin show up to the cave and celebrate Superman's birthday. And eh, I figured for the 100th, this and Birthright go back and forth, 1 and 2. But the fact that it was just Superman's birthday, you know, and then what happened in Batman, I have to put it number
2: one.
0: Cool. Connor, what's your number one? So my number
2: one is Superman and the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, look at you! I, I love this story. I this think
1: is that's the most I've ever said about you. Now <laughs>
2: no, you'll you regret don't. that later, Matt. Yeah, yeah I
1: yeah. said it's... most, not all. Most.
2: This this is the the story that made me fall in love with Superman as a, as a character. And you know, the the one that's like, okay, why Superman is is relevant? Is not just okay, boring, overpowered. So this is you know, the the Legion come and pick up Superman, take him to the future. There's a you know crisis going on. They're, they they need his help, but they get there and there's a, there's a red sun he's got no he's got no powers and they they're all worried about him they're trying to protect him but he steps up anyway he he, he he is the leader he inspires regardless of you know whether he's got his powers or not and he proves you know why he's superman because he's clark kent not just because of the powers
1: and don't forget the fact that there's someone that's perverting his legacy yeah Called earthman and he's trying to throw all the other, you know, people from different planets off of Earth, and that's what Superman would do. And it's like, well, no, wait, you don't understand his where he yeah, came it, from. Yeah, it,
2: it's the the whole idea that, that he is, you know, the ultimate immigrant. Yep. And it, it just perverts that and then completely misses the idea of what Superman is supposed to be. Yeah, Earthman's
0: Earth a fantastic villain there.
2: Yeah, it's a you know, it's a general, wonderful story, and I, I can't recommend it enough.
0: So. Uh... Two uplifting Superman stories from you two for your number ones.
1: I I I kinda already know what Pete's number one is, and I feel like it's been mentioned.
0: It has been mentioned. It is yeah. Batman, Arkham Asylum, a serious house on a serious earth. It is a deranged trip through madness. And I think partly why this is my favourite is because this is like because uh, you know, when I read this, you know, early in my comic reading days, I'd read Year One and maybe read don't Knight Returns, maybe Long Halloween at this point, maybe a couple other things, and uh, a couple other like maybe Superman books. This was the one that came along and said, "Hey, comics don't have to be what you think they are. They can be something else, and they can be yeah. artistic, and they can be evoke emotions you didn't think a comic book could evoke." That this is the the main trip David Lynch Batman story that is like a complete well, horror out. show. Oh uh, no, you you should still read it. You should still read oh, it, that. Uh, it, it's beautiful it's it's horrifically beautiful you know, The the way the joker looks in those early pages uh with this you know skewed perspective of his face like all of it yeah. is is dave mckean's art is like absolutely gobsmacking it's phenomenal
2: good. isn't it and you know i, I cut short a little bit what i was talking because i was like i could see you looking i'm like that's his number one I'm like, yeah okay, yeah I'll and take the spotlight it's,
0: it's just it's, it's it's beautifully done it is this dark deranged thing um, it, you know some of the stuff from the video game Arkham Asylum, which is not based on this, does take a little bit though. That the, the history of Arkham and the idea of the, like, yeah. the owners of the house and the history of that. Um, you know, it's a graphic novel. It was like one big long issue. It wasn't like, any more than that. And but even despite the darkness, even despite all these things, and you know how dark it opens with, like Joker, like you know stabbing a nurse in the eye with a pencil over the phone, uh, and they, they, they've taken over the asylum. They just want Batman to go in because he belongs in there with them. There's something about that that just speaks to me. But even despite all that darkness, there is just a there's a glimmer of hope by the ending. There's just this hopeful moment where someone maybe becomes better again, and it's hope that maybe we aren't all screwed forever. That we can get out of the maze, the dark, dark maze. Uh, it's fantastic, and it's funny because I think Grant Morrison's someone with me who can be a little bit hit and miss at times, because sometimes mm-hmm. his wacky ideas get a bit the better of him for me. Um, that said, I, th- I think he's an acquired taste where I'm I'm gr- growing more for him than I'm not as time goes on. But this was one before I even knew who Grant Morrison was. This nailed it. This yeah. was just ten out of ten. The,
2: the moment for me that I'll never forget is is that the introduction to Two Face. Mm. That is just the way it plays with Two Face's obsession mythology is something I've never seen done before, and it it truly makes him. you because know, you know people have made Harvey Dent sympathetic, mm-hmm. but the way this makes Two Face sympathetic, like this makes me feel sorry for Two
0: Face. Yeah, so it's just very sad and tragic, all of it. So yeah, uh, that, that's my number one. Um, it's worth mentioning if we're going to mention some honorable mentions. Um, I did like toy with uh, something from Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin, and I, I was going to go with the first Dark Batman Reborn because that's the one that introduces yeah. Professor Pig. And i love that story so uh had yeah. that kingdom come was on the short list uh i mentioned having mm-hmm. a green arrow sto- uh, story that almost made it that was the longbow hunters which was the start of make i, figured, I, li- fears I
1: only
0: much. just read that recently but that is so goddamn <laughs> gritty like seedy streets of seattle I, 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 i'm I really that. looking forward to getting to that at some point uh, i really like that that that, that, that has that gritty kind of 80s crime feel mm. to it it's just really good uh Obviously, it risks being a little bit too close to Batman in some ways, I suppose, with the grittiness, but it does do completely different things. It introduces Shadow, and introduces all these other things, and uh mm-hmm. spirals all out of that. That's really good. Who? Shadow! There you uh, go. I didn't recognise hey. it, Tomlin. Totally. Uh, yeah. So, no, nah, so, uh, I had that, I had a bunch of other stuff. You know, I was looking, uh, for in terms of recent stuff that I was thinking about, I, you know, I'd considered Supergirl being super, because I really loved that story. Yeah, Um too. And I was looking at more Superman stories, more Batman stories, more Flash, more Green Lantern, um, yeah. all, the, all the various usual suspects, stuff like JSA, uh, and so on. Well, any other stuff that came close for you guys that you want to mention? Yeah, mentioned? I
1: mean, I brought them up as we've been going. Yeah. But, you know, stuff like the the Stephanie Brown Batgirl where she
3: babysits. Yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah. yeah.
1: Damien, uh, I had the three-boot uh, first art called Teenage Revolution for Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. Um, the Outsiders War from Jeff Lemire, yep. One Woman Eight, which I specifically didn't put on because I didn't need it to be a joke as we kept going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, um, that's fair. but yeah, uh, and then uh, Gotham Central, the first. Uh, trade. I can't remember what it's uh, called. Oh, Gotham
0: Central. Oh, uh, if I was picking something from that, it'd probably be the Joker story because it's Joker's a madman. Yeah, yeah, that's in the second book because that is like yeah. full on. How do regular cops deal with the Joker? Yeah. Like, yeah. a, that's a fascinating thing to explore. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good stuff.
1: Uh, teen, teen Titans. I couldn't find the the reason Teen Titans didn't make my list. I couldn't find a an arc. It's kind of like what you were talking about with, with Flash. Is mm-hmm. it all kind of blends into each other we, and they all build. One
3: another.
0: Yeah, and I've only read the first uh, thick trade of. John Just yeah. Titans run, so i I really couldn't pick anything from that yeah. yet, yeah, but uh no so it's so all on the radar uh, constantly filling in that mm. those backstories and histories of yep. various runs that I've not read yet uh but all all good stuff uh okay. secret identity for Superman was another one that i I'd, yeah. I'd strongly considered it was close to making it, yeah and, um, no. uh,
2: well, there go. I well I got a couple that you know I mentioned a few as we've gone through like you know, back year one uh, black yeah. mirror but um. Yeah, you know, I never mentioned... You know, I, I didn't have a, a Green Lantern story, especially from John's. You know, I think mm. both of you did. Yep. And um, But the one I had on my shortlist was a, a different one to the ones you guys mentioned. I, the one I had yeah. on my shortlist was uh, the Sinestro Core War. Yeah, that, that was where neck. it really kicked off and expanded out. And I was like, okay, mm. that's what this is. And yeah. that's the one that made me connect to the run.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the fact that in... Well, no, it was right before that one where it ends with the Zamarons hinting that they have their own core yep. now. Like and that, that leads into the semester core work and that's dangling yeah. there. So,
2: yeah, yeah, I I just love the the way that that really expanded and you know that that's where we established the the Green Lantern mythos that we we have now. That, yeah, you know, it, it, it all came from that arc essentially. Um, that, was a,
0: that was a big deal. Um, yeah,
2: the the other thing I wanted to mention is I I couldn't pick an arc, but Grant Morrison's run on Animal Man is something else entirely. It's it's. It's mostly like reasonable superheroics, uh, but mm. as a, but with him as the the family man as well.
0: Yeah I've not read it but I have read Lemire's Animal Man and I like yeah. that a lot. Very good so. as well. Yeah.
2: yeah. But then towards the end it goes Batship Morrison. <laughs> of course <it> and does. <laughs> you have Morrison, yeah, Morrison appears in yeah. the comic yeah talking to to Animal Man and it's it's all kinds of crazy but it's so good and it works in context. Yeah
0: actually another thing I consider was a, a story from a uh, um, Moore's uh, swamp thing, because uh, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I've not finished it yet, and I, I, it was kind of all blurring together. I was like, no, I, I can't be specific and say mm-hmm. what, what what part I want, so I, I left it. But let it be known that it was it was good enough in my memory that I was like, oh, maybe something from that would make the list if I go back and reread all it right. and finish it all. Uh, it's great stuff because that that's swamp thing is the proper tragic, you know, figure that that I, I really get into in Floronic Man and RK uh, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good, good stuff. Uh, so. So no, uh, so that's the top tens, uh, our top ten stories, and this is exactly the sort of thing that in a few years' time it'd be worth doing this again because by that point we'll have read a lot more stuff in the past, we've we'll read a lot more stuff from Rebirth and yeah, all the yeah. new comics
2: for, for, for two hundred, eh?
0: Basically, yeah, we could just do it again for two hundred. Yeah, that's, that's possible. Um, but yeah, it's worth mention. Worth mentioning, actually. Uh, like, I mean, this is pie in the sky, but. Uh, we we added a bunch of more, uh, Patreon goals uh, over at patreon.com dot com slash MailfuzzTV where David of <coughs> course uh, get, uh, donates for for the Corner's Corner mm-hmm. every month. How can I forget? Uh, we had a, a bunch of little goals, just silly ones, one time things like uh, I think if we hit one fifty, me and Connor are going to do an overball review for on an influx or movie review show. Uh, so there's a lot of silly ones like that, and one of the ones we're talking about adding for one of the the higher up numbers is uh, uh, we did top ten characters for the fifty second episode. We'll actually do a dedicated like top fifty. Uh, if we hit a certain goal, uh, something like 750 or something like that. Um, so it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, yeah there's some comics-related things in those goals as well, uh, even if there are just one-time kind of specials mm-hmm. uh, for down the line sometime. Uh, so that's fun. And the other thing, of course, I mentioned this in the Action Comics thing, I promised I'd have a name, but I forgot to think about it. Uh, before we got to this I've been too preoccupied with actually doing my top 10 uh, but the other thing we're adding is uh, a sort of wish list for monthly episodes for the trades where patrons can submit mm-hmm. uh, titles that they want us to do uh, I will say that if you, if you pick something from a run I'll probably change it to the first part of the run because I'd rather yeah. work through the run in order uh but that, that'll be something we'll be adding over the next couple of days uh is a, just an extra little thing for our five dollar patrons to do uh but no i uh, look, look forward to the monthly episode for me and connor um, and i guess we're wrapping up the show i yeah. guess it's just worth saying thank you for supporting us for a hundred episodes mm-hmm. for everyone who's been around uh whether it's on youtube for the video version whether it's the audio version on the podcast feeds and whatnot um through you know dc universe number one through the buttons, through just league versus uh Suicide Squad, through Metal, it and Doomsday true. Clock.
2: All this stuff, but it feels like it's been so so quick, right?
0: It does, yeah. Not um. for me.
2: <laughs>
0: this thing forever. A long two years for you, Matt. You've yes. aged like 50 years comparatively.
1: Yeah, I almost died just now, so, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wasn't worried. I had faith you were going to pull through. I, <laughs> I just agree. wasn't bothered if he lived or died. Uh, thanks, Connor.
1: See, oh. that's, you know
0: so now I you regret it yeah you yeah. regret everything you said <laughs> earlier on there. um so yeah and obviously lots of stuff coming up start starting uh, against i mean i guess this is the start of year three because this is the end of year two essentially uh well you know we got no justice coming up we got Bendis on superman we got batman's wedding we have all these rumored things that may end up being big um and so on we got Catwoman coming all these big things that are shaking things up so stuff to look forward to um what is not something to look forward to is Matt being absent next week. He's he's missing uh, episode one hundred and one, yeah. unfortunately. Don't, don't feel
1: bad for me though, because I'm going to Disneyland, so it's
0: fine. Yeah, he's got happy things. So, uh, so that's 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 the thing. But it's it lots of big things coming. Um, thank you to everyone who's supported us for the last hundred episodes. And with that, the the usual outro stuff. Uh, Twitter's at DC Comics Podcast. Get us on there for updates and uh, general retweets of things. Um, for from you know. Usually, we'll retweet out like artwork that that the creators are posting, or you know, news that's coming up. Yeah, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, Get us individually. I'm at Wibble89. Matt is at Matt of Steel57. Connor's at Connor Ryan94. So check out our twitters, uh, and that's pretty much like subscribe, give us a good review on iTunes or your Mm -hmm. podcast app of choice, Uh, all the usual stuff. Let us know Mm -hmm. what you thought of the books this week, and uh, that's us. So I mentioned Patreon so thank you it's been 100 episodes it's been a journey it's a milestone and we act, you know, we've done this by doing it one per week there's been no gaps there's been no double shipping there's been none of this it's just been no once per week since the start and here we are so we'll see you next week for episode 101 and here's to 100 more so uh, I think I speak for everyone I say thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts we really appreciate it keep reading comics and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force
1: and one last time long live the Legion